How fucking dare you mark us <laughs> in like that, Ryan? I can't even. That's how it's done. Jeez. Welcome, everyone, to episode number one of Daniel and Rich's The Nerd Archive. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. And I'm Cody. This is Cody. Cody's joining us again. Last week, we had a big old mishap when we were moving into here said den of bricks, and everything just kind of shit out, and OBS kind of crap out on us right when we were finished with our two-hour episode, yep. and then it just went to hell. It went straight to hell into non It had to be a software issue because it wasn't the hard. Yeah, there was, pl- you know, well, there was uh, plenty of hard in this room. We were so hard. That's for sure. Well, so we, had to be software. we've been listening to your feedback, and uh, we're going to go ahead and split When Daniel Met Rich into two shows. When Daniel Met Rich will stay the same and will be a topical podcast where we do our getting to know each other in the most intimate of senses. And then here mm-hmm. at the Nerd Archive, we're going to talk about what we're watching and what we're playing. So in that order, because not everyone watches movies and not everyone plays video games, but more people watch movies and TV. So yes. we're going to start with what we watched. And Cody, I'm going to go ahead and start with you since you're our guest. Uh, I have been watching way too much iZombie to the point where I don't go to bed on time for work. Wow. Binging it. Binging the fuck out. For the first I or second time? Show. First. First I time. Show. Okay. We... we Gave up on it uh, a couple seasons ago and then started it again. Fucking love it. Yeah. It's great. Sometimes it takes two tries, right? Yeah. To get into a show, um, which is like The Office. Like, that first season is a chug. That's how I felt about Stranger Things at first. Okay. Like, it took me a long time to get through the first four episodes, Uh but then fucking loved it after that. See, when I saw the trailer for Stranger Things, I looked at it like the hot boy in school that I would let into my pants if he asked once. Fair. That's how I felt about Stranger Fair. Things from the get. But you know, as you know, I, I read a couple articles about it. Maybe it was sold to me different. But no, yeah. and uh, uh, my wife actually, uh, there was only one thing she requested of me before she uh, flew back out to Indiana to help her uh, family with some things, and that was for me to download iZombie season four for gotcha. her. She's been she's on I mean, her second run through of yeah. iZombie okay. right now. Okay, it's based on a graphic novel. Have you, have yes. you? I did not know that. Read it? I have a couple issues of it. Cool. I haven't Sweet. read it yet. It's um, well, I mean, graphic novels are just a run of comic books put it all mm-hmm. together in one mm-hmm. big novel without the ads and everything. So, last Comic Con, um, my wife was like, "I think I want to get into reading more comics," and I was just like, "Oh fuck yeah, yeah. let's do this, <laughs> please!" Yes. And I was like, "What comics would you be interested in?" And she was like, "I don't know. What do you think?" Because we've been watching all the WB mm-hmm. superhero shows: Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. She's really into Flash and Supergirl and iZombie. Okay. okay. And I was like, okay, well, let's get into iZombie. Let's get you into iZombie. And she was like, okay. So last Comic-Con, I went around all the dealers, and I picked up a few issues here and there mm-hmm. of iZombie. I did it wrong because I did not pick up sequential issues. <laughs> I couldn't find an entire sequence for the price that I was willing to pay. You know, if you Fair. if you find a full run of comics... yeah. It's going to be priced much higher yeah. than individual issues here and there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Christy, look for a graphic novel of iZombie. Just look around. See what strikes your fancy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I don't know about this. And I was like, you really cannot judge by the cover. Yeah. You you can't. The cover will, nine times out of ten, have nothing to do with the story within. Yeah, right. So I was like, don't judge by the cover. Just you know, thumb through a little bit. If there's splash pages or some bubble sticks out to you, pick it up. 
So that's how I ended up with like five separate issues of okay. iZombie that are not linear at all. Which makes sense. It's funny because The Walking Dead will have like an issue of on the front where it's literally just a portrait of someone. Yep. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with And then like oh, eight yeah. people die inside because, right. mm-hmm. you know, a fucking uh, zombie has a Gatling gun now and is like, you know, taking people out. But right. yeah. I don't know where that guy stopped reading that. The only time I read that that comic is when you, that graphic novel, is when you lend them to me. Yep. Because <laughs> yep. you're just such a stellar guy. But I am so far behind now on The Walking Dead. That Are you? Funny. I'm like a year behind on the comics, Ooh, dude. Ooh, wow. It's, yeah. That's a whole 12 issues that's like a good hour of reading <laughs> eh, not at all sorry you guys should try the walking dead that i've read the dude, first issue of the walking dead. okay so okay guys, so they have com- uh, uh what compendiums yeah the compendium yeah. yeah i would ch- check out the first compendium because the most insane shit happens like right dead in the middle and is okay. the best thing that i've seen in comics in my opinion okay to, to be fair i'm not that big a zombie guy that's fine i'm not and I understand, you know, because I've, I've listened to quite a few podcasts with Robert Kirkman as the mm-hmm. guest and everything, and the guy's hilarious. What a stand-up and, guy. Hmm? I said, what a stand-up guy. Yeah. That Robert Kirkman. Yeah, he is. Very smart dude, too. He writes yeah. another, uh, he has another he, graphic novel. He and I actually have the same zombie apocalypse plan as well. Ooh, really? Yeah. What is that? A rope and a rafter. <laughs> he, he's like it's he's over. like I would kill myself immediately. Think about it. Ten percent of the population just wiped out and they're trying to eat the the rest of the, the rest of the population. So it, Wow. He was like, I Makes who sense. wants to live in a world like that? Everything is struggle. There's no internet, there's no electricity, there's mm-hmm. no clean mm-hmm. water. Right. It's all survival time and exactly. it's just nonstop work. Fuck that. I'm you, out. You man. get a decent setup, and then a fucking uh, 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 one-eyed uh, eye patch pirate governor comes through. You got to bleed out your pigs to get them off of your shit. Yeah. Like, that's a big issue. So, that, I mean, <laughs> that's that's like the one bit of The Walking Dead that's appealing to me is that he's, he's examining what would happen in that situation from the perspective that we would turn into the worst version of humanity possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's the bit that's got me interested. I read the first issue, and I was like... Okay, it's cool. I'm in, you know, but I didn't go further than that. Fair, really. Fair enough. It's cool to watch the way uh, people fall apart in that. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a fun thing is that it's about the people and not the zombies. Right. The guy gets his dick nailed to the floor and then tortured. <laughs> yes, he does. So it's our space dicks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But without getting too far off on The Walking Dead, because that could be its own podcast oh, yeah, really yeah, easy. That's, uh, all, what, that's all I wanted well, to say. Well, it's like going back to iZombie, though, the yes. one bit to that that I really like is that it's when um, Liv Moore takes on the personalities Mm -hmm. or the zombies take on the personalities of whatever Mm -hmm. brain they eat. That is endlessly entertaining to me Mm -hmm. and it's a testament to how great an actress Rose McIver is that she can be somebody different completely different every single episode every week i had yeah. that thought when i was like uh reading about the premise of it just knowing that you know like whether she wanted to be like a, a, a stripper or she wanted to be a super scientist or she wanted to be a politician like that you yeah. know i just watched the episode where she ate dominatrix brain <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that one was awesome. is that a season four that's season episode three. Oh, season, season three. three okay all right okay um, Which I, I just I, I have I have an issue just getting into CW shows anymore because Supernatural is on its fourteenth season. Yeah, I it's ridiculous. Supernatural could have ended like it se- ended, season six, ended, it, like yeah. easily. It could have ended a long time ago, and they're dragging <laughs> yeah. it out and dragging it out. And don't get me wrong, I'm thankful for like a Scooby Doo episode. 
of Supernatural, where it's animated. Okay. It's things like that, right, yeah. that, yeah. like, make it. But I also don't want to wait that long for it. But when they start, like, crossing realities, too, like, there was an episode where, like, the guys ended up in our reality. They ended up, like, jumping through a window, and then they were on set mm-hmm. as their characters. And there's things oh, you get. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And initially, you're like, wow, could this, like, get any dorkier? But the the, the characters are inter- interesting. They are funny. Mm-hmm. You get... <laughs> There was this guy's playing himself, but trying to act as himself. And he's usually like a mean, you know, he's a grueling, you know, tough character. And then he's like, they're doing the actual like shot, but he's off of his mark. He's over here. He's halfway <laughs> off the screen and doesn't know. They're like, get on there. And then and then they're like, okay, uh, go ahead and read your line. And he he's over here and he does a dramatic turn. He goes, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> like it, it, you know. But there's ghosts among. Just being nice. a dork, being a dork, things like that. But past that, I can't get into CW shows. I, can, I kind of try not to. I don't really watch the superhero shows. But if I had to pick any of them, I think it would be iZombie because everyone's like raving about this show. It's really yeah. funny. It's it's really good. You would really like the sense of humor in it. I mean, one hundred percent. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. I like that Rahul Rahul Cooley is yeah. in it. Cooley, Cowley. His Twitter is hilarious. He, it is. I've been watching it because they were asking him like, "What are you going to do if season four gets canceled?" And he's like. Porn star. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Um, what character? Robbie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know his name. Christy was like, all over. She's like, all oh, my favorite shows keep getting canceled, and I was like, well, I mean, the rating system is kind of screwed right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, your best bet is to go on social media and follow all of these actors mm-hmm. and anybody involved with the shows you like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because they're if they have a huge Twitter following. That is an indicator to the network. Yeah. Hey, there's an audience out there. It's yeah. so true. That could be why so, you know they got their final season. Exactly. Know. They probably barely got renewed, but they yeah. said, "Hey, this will well, be the last." That's one. what saved Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hell yeah. Yep. So yep. was the outrage. If only people yeah. threw a fit about the Last Man on Earth. Right, dude. They I wish. They kind of did a little bit. Yeah. Not as much as Brooklyn Nine Nine though. Yeah. That's Not true. near as much. And you know, I was largely contemplating like starting a movement of like sending balls to Hulu with like faces <laughs> on them to show Hulu we want it because that that's that's great. one of the things about the Last Man on Earth is that you know like in the yeah, beginning. Did you watch the first episode? Not yet. Okay. I, I'm familiar with that. He's he finds out he's alone, so he he does Wilson. Yeah. But well, he does it with every ball he finds. Yeah. Basically. Well, it's funny because you know at it, it, the premise of it, you know, in the beginning, he's watching Castaway and he's like, wow, that guy's insane. And then one year later, he goes to the bar, and his bar is full of balls that he's named. He's talking to. He's like, well, Kevin doesn't look so good. And he looks over, and it's like a deflated football. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always – it's always it was just easy to go back and watch that. But, yeah, yeah. it's – it's you know. That show was very funny. It really was. It was really yeah. solid. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's its own sense of humor. It's pretty unique. No, it definitely was. Well, you know. the, the key to saving it now would be if people binge it on Hulu or Netflix or Amazon or All whatever. Above, yeah. Whatever yeah. it's on. Yeah. So that those – I mean – They go, wow, this bumped a little bit. Yeah, they're like, yeah. okay, well, you know what? When they finish it, it – viewership drops off mm-hmm. quite a bit maybe we should make a couple more seasons mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. keep those viewers in i think if the two weren't announced at the same time there would be two separate instances of outrage mm-hmm. yeah. and i think they would have been more equal if they were announced at a separate time it's true 
Yeah. Just, it makes me so sad. I think that show had enough potential to continue going on until cable wasn't a thing anymore, and then they mm. could have titled it The Last Show on Cable, and then they just do whatever <laughs> they want to do because, like, no one's watching it, mm-hmm. but they know they're like, you know, they're over here, and then they're using their real names, they're yeah. smoking blunts, they're like, nobody's watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last show on cable. Everyone's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's an interesting dynamic too. Just because when I was growing up, it was the big three: ABC, CBS, mm-hmm. and NBC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those once cable came out, those three kind of dropped in importance big time. Mm-hmm. They really did. And I mean, the Brady Bunch got canceled because their ratings dropped to under thirteen million people. It's not enough. It's just not enough. And and now it's, it's like the top rated shows barely break that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so and it's. It's because the big three have now become Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. Yep. It's so true. Yep. It's so, so true. The big three are still there. They've just kind of changed their face. Yep. They really have. And the CBS is behind the curve and getting on board with it. Hey, we got a new Star Trek show. Nobody gives a fuck. We got the Orville. It's so true. I yeah. fucking love that show. The Orville, Orville is, is so awesome. I have been watching funny. that too. It is the yeah. Star Trek I've always wanted. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, uh, there's also the rumors that Quentin Tarantino is is trying to make a strictly R-rated Star Trek as well. Yeah. It's actually a thing. I don't know. Maybe we can save that for films that we've watched. What yeah. TV have you watched? Or films, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, TV I've been watching. I, I caught up on iZombie, so I'm now – I've just finished season four, gearing up for season five, very ready. Very ready. Very oh, ready. before we get off iZombie, yeah, yeah. uh, Rahul Cooley? Yeah. Kahuli. I don't know. Can we Google that, Brian? Make sure I'm at uh, uh, whoever I Ravi. Thought was, I thought it was Rahul Cooley. Rahul Cooley. Yeah, no, that's that, what I, I think. Thought, okay. I've only seen no, it red. is. I should know. I follow him on Twitter. Um, right. Do you guys but, know his first role ever? No. It was. Uh, would would uh, the name Kip draw any? Imagine him small. Younger, browner. I'm trying to remember because I I did know this. If you could be any more browner, I don't know why I brought color into it. I'm sorry. And <laughs> um, let's see. He was uh, young. Imagine him being lifted by Liam Neeson. Come on, Kip. You don't oh, want to be yeah, here when he, he fires up the pod racer. That's right. Oh shit. Ravi was, was Anakin's best friend on Tatooine when he was a I kid. Got a little goosebumps. Yeah. No, that's him. I did not fucking know that. That's so fucking. I cool. know, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I remember hearing that. Or I saw the picture because on a throwback Thursday he posted a picture from episode gotcha. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. No, it's pretty cool. So I would I would love for. But here's the thing, you know, um, them making that uh, Obi Wan spinoff, which they they can whatever they can hold out as long as they want to announce it. We know they're fucking making an Obi Wan movie at this yeah. point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for there to be a grown up Kip on Tatooine that he interacts with. That would have been cool. That would be cool. It'd be even cooler yeah. if it was actually that actor. Yeah. That too. No, that well, that's what the point. Yeah, is that Kip's there, and of course they would get him yeah. to play it. I mean, how yeah. imagine would that be to be in the show as a child, and then they bring you back as an as an adult? Full circle. Oh my gosh. Yeah, especially they show him coming over the hill with like supplies and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, he's got the bag on his shoulder, and or, Obi Wan sees him walk in and kind of floats the bag. Maybe he, maybe he got into pod like, racing. Give me, give me the bag. Yeah. Maybe he got into pod racing. I would be okay with a little bit more pod racing in Obi Wan. Oh yeah, the movie. I would be okay with that. Can we call it higher ground a Star Wars story? <laughs> I thought it was going to be called Hello There, <laughs> a Star Wars story. <laughs> I would still be funny. So yeah, you finished. Eye zombie. You I caught up with eye zombie. zombie. Um, and you watch Peter Rabbit. 
I did watch Peter Rabbit. Yeah, typically with my the way my work schedule is because I'm hitting like 12 hours a day. Yeah. So to have time to sleep and just kind of doing other people things, being a person around the house and everything, mm-hmm. I typically watch like the same shows over and over just as background noise. I get it. So I, I've i lost count of how many times I've seen the first two seasons of Rick and Morty. Just, I, I'm probably the only fan of that show in the no. room right now. No, no. no? I okay. fucking love Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've only got through the first season. Ouch. Season two and three are much better. Have oh, you yeah. now turn on your mic and speak into it, Brian? You said, ouch. Are you even caught up on Rick and Morty? I've been watching Rick and Morty. I'm on the second season. Oh, okay. So you're barely ahead of me. I'm barely ahead of you. Okay. Yes. Do you know who Pickle Rick is yet? Yes, I do. Okay. I, have, I have no idea who Pickle Rick is. I don't know what that is and how it works. It's season three. I, can, I know that he's obviously like some kind of alternate reality. No. Uh, uh, no. No, 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 no. No, not, not even that. He just does goofy <laughs> shit in his garage. Yep. And Ends up as Pickle Rick somehow. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the real powerful part to Pickle Rick is probably the last five minutes of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. then it's the, it's pretty much a, the whole show is, I'm going to spoil the shit out of Pickle Rick, if that's okay. It's just one episode. It's I don't care. It's, it's yeah. a fucking, you could spoil, spoil Family Guy and I wouldn't care. Okay. That's Family Guy though. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So the whole premise of, pickle rick is that he's trying to get out of family therapy mm-hmm. so he turns himself into a pickle so he's literally gotten it's, himself into a pickle yeah so he is literally a pickle <laughs> laying there on the workbench and he sets up a syringe of anti-pickle serum up in the rafter on an egg timer so that once really? everybody leaves for therapy then he, it drops and turns him back into a person well, they discover this. They take the syringe with them to family therapy and leave him as a pickle in the garage. And he's like, oh, oh shit. So Cat comes into the garage, and what do cats do about cucumbers? They freak the fuck out. If you've I seen bet. the If you've seen the videos online. I haven't. I've barely seen anything. I've seen one image of him next to a toilet talking shit looking right, like right. Rambo, I think. Yeah, but that's that's about the limit yeah. of my pickle, Rick. Well, knowledge. no, no, I'm saying cats with cucumbers. If you've seen those videos online of cats sitting there, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they play on that. The cat comes in, sees pickle Rick, flips the fuck out, knocks him out of the garage. He ends up in the sewer. He like takes over um, series of cockroach brains oh, to develop a suit <laughs> to move the muscles using cockroach brains. Moves on to sewer rat. Okay. Builds himself an exosuit for a pickle out of a sewer rat. And then infiltrates a Russian prison. <laughs> okay. And he's like, just let me out. I'm sold. I'm and, there. But anyway, while this is going on, the family is in family therapy. Uh-huh. And the therapist is like dealing with their issues, which they have many. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, obviously and, they do. And uh, Pickle Rick ends up meeting them. In therapy because he needs his anti-pickle serum. He's about to die from being a pickle for too long. Oh God! So he shows up in the therapist's office and he's and the therapist is like, "Why did you turn yourself into a pickle?" And he's like, "To get out of family therapy." And she's like, "Why did you want to get out of therapy?" And he was like, "Because I think it's pointless. I'm a I'm a scientist. I can make anything." 
I can, if I got a problem, I make something to solve it. And the therapist basically calls him and everyone out on their bullshit. She's like, I understand why you would rather turn yourself into a pickle because doing something different is exciting. This is about as exciting as taking out the trash or doing the dishes. It's boring work and it's just work. And that's why you want to get out of it. It's because you don't want to do the work. (laughs) Wow. It basically says, you know, you're a lazy piece of shit that doesn't want to improve. You just want to keep going. So it suddenly becomes this oddly, like, insightful episode. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, The last yeah. five minutes is just like, okay. it, it hits you like a fucking hammer. It's like, oh, shit. This suddenly is not a joke. Because as cool as, like, that whole, like, journey to get to that point is, it's all of a sudden, like, what was he doing? Yeah. I can yeah. appreciate that. That makes me really, really want to watch it, that they can go, you know, from that to, yeah. you know, like. Well, uh, and they, they do that pretty much every episode. Mm-hmm. In a way, they'll, sure. they'll deal with something going on. Yeah. Like, even in the first season, the Inception and Inception and Inception and Inception episode. Right, 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 right. Where they got to the heart of Scary Terry's... Yes. <laughs> issues. Issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he goes home and talks to his wife and kid. Oh, I can't yeah. eat. That's so hilarious. Yeah. That was a good episode. Yes. That was probably my favorite out of the first season was when they kept doing that. Yeah. They kept yeah. going in and in and in and in and yeah. deeper. No, that was a fun one. So Season three is the best but, out of the three seasons. Is it really? Yeah. And I've then season four... Season. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't they're happened. working, they're on, working season on season four, okay. It, yeah. But they yeah. just got renewed for seven fucking seasons. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll have plenty of that. But, I mean, when you get a successful animated TV show, you can expect to have a minimum of ten seasons. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, so. and, I mean, The Simpsons have proven that you got an an you got a successful animated show, it never has to stop. Yeah. It's so true. If you've got one talented voice actor, there's three more coming up behind. So if something ever happens to Dan Castanella, they've got a guy in the wings that can do Homer. Yeah, so, so true. Might not have the comedic timing and everything that made the character brilliant. Right, right. But well, you never know when Dan Castanella has to go voice Genie in Kingdom Hearts. So yeah, which if he's not in Kingdom Hearts three, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a backflip. I want to be so mad. I kind of want to just watch you do a backflip. Yeah, I'd want to see you pissed off enough like, to do a black backflip b- before or after my ankle surgery. <sighs> Before, during, and after. Yeah, if you get so pissed off during the surgery that you do a backflip, I, I I might have to masturbate to that video. We're gonna talk about this, and <laughs> we're gonna talk about this, and when Daniel met Rich, we're gonna talk about this when Daniel met Rich. All right, Rich. I was, are you? So, um, aside from that, it's just been movies. Okay. Uh, it's either Rick and Morty or movies. Okay. Because I've got an amazing backlog of movies to pick up on. Like Peter Rabbit. Like Peter Rabbit. And, and The Departed. You know what I meant now. for Vendetta. You know what I meant now. Yes, yes. About Peter Rabbit. Yes. And how amazing that movie is. Because what happened was, and we only got to talk about this briefly before our, uh, in our podcast with Joe, yeah. but episode five, we, I got to the point that we were watching the movie, we were about 20 minutes in, and then we, we had to stop because I went to bed, like I said, and then we came back to continue watching it, and... Literally, the next five minutes we watched, we turned it off, we went to Target, and we bought the movie. What what part of the movie? The house party. The house party is what? Headlights. And then it cuts to that rooster waking up in the morning going, holy crap, I thought I closed my eyes and that was it. (laughs) But I opened my eyes and the sun's here again. 
again. <laughs> and have I sold you yet? Anyways, there's at one point, you know, I mean, there's that. And then uh, just just the fact that everything in the humor about that was just so realistic. At one point, to give you an idea, Cody, um, they're having this house party mm-hmm. because uh, the house with the garden that they like to go to, they eat, uh, they're participating in vegetables like you would drugs almost. Like Peter Rabbit's talking about life sitting on the rug in front of the fireplace. They're listening to freaking Dave Matthews. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, and he's this eating a carrot. And he's like, he's like, carrot. you know, the rope that connects us, is it all one big joke? And then he <laughs> offers her the carrot like it's a joint. And she's like, no. <laughs> and then uh, also at one point there's a fox passed out upstairs and mice They're are like shaving, shaving his chest. <laughs> <laughs> off it is a solid yeah. ass movie between like the the fox at at one point in this house party ties a tie around his head okay that's the only thing he's got on him and he's going through going i'm streaking (laughs) yeah he's take he Uh typically uh wears a red waistcoat it's so so. true and then uh what uh a character comes back ruins the house party of course and and uh in the morning that like it turns out the fox slept through all of it and the the guy's cleaning the house that he inherits and the fox is like sneaking out of the house just like tiptoeing past him and running out the door and he gets out the front gate and Peter's standing there watching and he goes because ah! he's naked and he runs <laughs> you can you can you can just take it from them because they I, I lent Rich and, and Christy my copy now you can take it and watch okay. it with, with yes. your wife because Peter Peter Rabbit I mean that is a solid I did not expect it to be that funny and I was really afraid after watching the trailer and all of like the physical comedy involved that like yeah. that was all it had to offer yeah. and that I would watch it and it would be mediocre but that movie just did not fail to impress yeah. At all. It was I mean, heartfelt. The, it was like the, the, at the, physical, end. the physical comedy I found a little grating. Okay. I liked the animal interactions much, much more than the human scenes. Right. The human scenes I was just kinda like, all right, let's get through this. In a kinda way. Kinda boring. Watching Peter Rabbit fight General Hux though is Right. Very, he was in that movie. very yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, I found that tedious, but that's me. Okay, so. sure. I, when I saw that bit, I was like, "Okay, I'm ready for I'm ready for more of the animal is human joke right. thing." It's not a perfect movie, but you would yeah. not get this movie expecting something right. that entertains adults the way it did. Absolutely, no, mm-hmm. and that's a fair mm-hmm. that's a fair that. thing. I I loved the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious and everything. I loved when she's explaining to Admiral Hux <laughs> when she's explaining to him about how Aunt, the rabbits communicate with each other and she was like when they apologize they put their foreheads together and the rabbits are looking at them through a window Mm -hmm. so they put their the two humans put their foreheads together and peter rabbit's like why is she apologizing to him why does she keep apologizing to him what did she do yeah so it's hard not to like dial after watching that yeah. movie. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll give it a shot. We, yeah, I'm I'm afraid to keep talking about it and yeah, spoiling it anymore. But yeah. even then, even after everything we've said, there's still plenty. Yeah. of yeah. this movie. To I also enjoy. Uh, downloaded Game Night. I haven't watched it yet, but oh, okay, based cool, on cool, your cool. recommendation, I want to see it. Word, nice, very, very nice. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Who? My turn. Your turn. Talk about turn. what I've been watching. What you've been watching? One word. Porn. Not Oop. quite. I don't do that. Sketchos. Atlanta. 
Atlanta. Fair. Atlanta. Donald Glover uh, is amazing. Yeah, no, he is. He was amazing as Lando in Solo. And, uh, man, he's just so... He's everywhere. This guy, I want to be Donald Glover because he gets to do stand-up comedy. He gets to rap. Yep. He gets to make movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's He won awards for the show, and I started watching it a while ago, but I just mm-hmm. kind of fell off because I was having to torrent it because I just didn't have the right channel. I, well, no, or was I DVRing it because I live with my parents? I forget. By the way. I ended up falling off halfway because I was just trying to do things, you know, which yeah. is life things, but it's on Hulu, and I was like, I can't, you know, I, I've always wanted to go back and finish it, mm. so I went back to finish it, and man, Atlanta is the the most perfect amount of surreal on top of comedy in mm-hmm. the first place with your characters that are doing, you know, silly things, but they're also very, very serious, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. of where they live. There's a reality to where they live, and you might try to be as funny as you want to be, Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, the, there's a character that uh, uh, the, the story follows, you know, um, Donald Glover is Earn. He is living the struggle. He's trying to hold down a job. He's trying to make some money, but he's got a, a kid with a girl, um, uh, Zaze Beats, who played Domino in Deadpool 2. Okay. Didn't even recognize her. Yep. Um, she, uh, man, she, <laughs> um, she's cool, and the role she plays is cool. She puts up with his shit, but um, he, his, his cousin goes viral. Um, as a rapper named Paperboy, right? So he ends up basically trying to like, you know, I think I actually want to like manage you and like, you know, handle your shit. And so they start doing this and handling it. And they have a friend who's kind of uh, the out there character. Mm-hmm. He he is the uh, uh, the Kimmy of the Stephanie and Candace Birch, whatever Full House. He's the spacey oh, one, right? Okay. He's actually played by uh, Get Out guy in Get Out. I forget his name, but he's a fantastic the one actor. That, uh, when he has the picture taken, he flashes. Are you in your microphone? Sorry, you're leaning oh, back sure. a little bit. Sorry. Uh, he's the character that uh, when the picture is taken, he freaks the fuck oh, out. Oh, that, okay. yeah, yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, so he uh, he's in there, but he's kind of a spacey character, right? But he uh, Ern goes to visit Paperboy, and he answers the door. With uh no paper boy answers the door and he's like what do you want he's like I want to talk to you he's like whatever come in and he comes in and the guy's waiting around the corner with a butcher knife ready to fight oh shit yeah right and then he walks in and Ern's like what and he's like oh cookie <laughs> <laughs> and he holds up a platter of cookies nice. and 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 Ern just looks at him. Yeah, and he takes a cookie, you know? So uh, the, the show is a lot like that. Uh, they, they get ar- uh, arrested in episode two. He spends a lot of time in uh, in, in uh, detention. Um, he uh, While he's getting processed, it's the first time he's been arrested. Paperboy in and out because he's been there, you know, for multiple altercations. So uh, without giving, you know, too much into it, it's definitely – uh, a show with very part- particularly funny situations. Um, they end up doing this drug deal and trying to act tough, right? Yeah. Um, in one of the episodes, and this is my best way to sell the show to you. Um, when they get established and they're having their actual episodes, uh, Ern wants to take his girlfriend on a date because she thinks he's a loser, and he's like, fine. He gets a suggestion from a friend to go to a, a place that has a really nice happy hour. So they go to said happy hour, and happy hour isn't happening anymore okay and they actually got bought out by a chef who loves seafood okay and this guy can barely afford a kid's meal oh god <laughs> okay and then that's how the episode starts he goes to ask for a kid's meal she's like well you got to be a kid uh, to get the kids meal. He's like, are you serious? You do not have to be a kid to be a kid. You're telling me a kid has to walk up to the counter and order his own meal <laughs> to get a kid's meal and she's like 
yeah, I didn't get assistant manager for nothing. He's like, okay, well, can I have a water cup? And he gets a, the water cup, and he walks over, and he's like watching her. And then he gets orange <laughs> very slowly, and he, he turns to look the other way. And the the janitor's standing there with a mop, watching him, like, steal the soda. And he just puts his finger up to his lips. <laughs> like, don't say nothing. So the the episode continues with a little bit of uh, uh, Paperboy and the other guy. I forget his name. Will you look up the, the, the casting characters of Atlanta for me, Brian, so I can figure out what that extra character is? Not Paperboy, but he'll probably end up being, like, third on the list. Um... So he and the other guy, they Ern's like, how do you make your money? He's like, well, I sell drugs, obviously. How do you do it? And they're like, okay, well, let's go do this big deal. So they go and they do this big deal. And um, the the spacey guy is like insistent on using a suitcase and handcuffing it to his hand. They're like, fine. And they do it and they go, they go and uh, they go to the spot and this guy pulls up into that SUV and he's like, we're going somewhere else. And so they follow him through the woods and they get to a camper out in the middle of nowhere, said camper <laughs> has uh, the actual rapper's Migos in it as the drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and they, they're like, they sit down, they're like, have a seat around the camp. They're, they have a campfire, they're kicking it. They're like, yeah, just have a seat around the campfire. That's fine. They pop open a latch on the RV and a naked guy falls out screaming. <laughs> and he's like, please, please. And they're just freaked out. They're sitting here with the suitcase. And at this point, they're like, put on your clothes. Just put on your clothes and, you know, it's cold out. Like, you know, just be warm, dude. And they're being real nice to him. They're like – and then uh, uh, they, you know, cutting in between uh, this fucking waitress at said seafood restaurant with Ern and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Upselling the shit <laughs> out of their meal. Like he's like, you got – you got uh, what's the soup of the day? And she's like, ooh, we have this this seafood curry soup that's going on right now. And he looks at it and goes, $28 <laughs> for, for this. She's like, oh, and she sells them on the like on, on, on an appetizer. And then she's like uh, – and then she says, how is this this uh, 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 entree? And the, the waitress says, that's good, but we have much fresher market price stuff up here. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that. And, and Ern, Ern's just sitting here like – dying literally dying so uh back at the the camp back at the camp (laughs) i love that i'm saying back at the camp but we're talking about atlanta back at the camp they go inside of the rv and a spacey guy leans over and goes do you have the key (laughs) to the suitcase and the handcuffs (laughs) (laughs) right did you find his name yet brian i don't even know who you're talking about on the google there's a darius epps Keep going. No, it's Darius. No, it is Darius. Okay. Darius Darius is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you got the key? He's like, no. All right. And uh, keep in mind, right before they got in, said guy that they let um, put on the clothes, he was like, just go, just run. You'll hit town eventually. And they let him go. And he goes, hey, hand me Tammy. And it's a hunting rifle. And then he takes a shot and misses. Second one hits the guy. He he dies. And then they go inside of this freaking, they go inside of uh, the the, uh, camper. Jeez. And they're sitting here talking deals, and he's like, why are you trying to do these big old deals? What's going on? And they're just kind of like these prickly – they're being prickly, right? And they're yeah. kind of like scared. And then he gets a call from Ern mm-hmm. at the restaurant. Hey, man, I need you to float me 20 bucks right now. <laughs> and he puts it on speaker. They're like, hey, put put that call on speaker, and he does. And it's Ern on the phone. He's like, bro, like they do not have a happy hour. Can you put 20 bucks in my account, please? And he's just, and Paperboy's just sitting here like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can I can do that. And, and, and then Ern goes – so so, how's that drug deal going? Are those guys real tough, like you were saying, or like what are they just bitches? Or like what? Oh, <laughs> he's talking. He just starts talking Jesus shit about Christ. these guys, right? Yeah. 
uh, and and he's just like he's like are they re- are they really dealing guns with Mexicans like bitches and they're like oh, okay he's oh. like he's like, okay okay bye and then he hangs up the phone and then there there's like this awkward silence and then and then there's this guy who looks just like Guillermo from from uh what the Tonight Show not the Tonight Show that's Jimmy Fallon but from Jimmy Kimmel show okay. walks into the camper <laughs> he's like what's up essays <laughs> so they were dealing with Mexicans and they're like. Uh, they're like, okay, well, let's just get this drug deal done and like be done with it. And then uh, uh, the Mexicans are like, "Yo, we rap too. The four of us, we're the we're, we're the four amigos." <laughs> Which is funny because they're they're called amigos in real life, oh my God. right? Nice. So even 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 Donald Glover as he's writing the show is capitalizing on having these rap guest stars, right? In, in, yeah. this, in this comedy format. And so uh, cut to next shot, they're leaving, and they're like, wow, we're really glad we were able to work this out by just opening the suitcase and not detaching it from you. They just took the money out of it when it, they were like, wow, these guys are going to saw off my hand. Like, you yeah. know, it was just a funny thing. But anyways, it's these situations and it's these real life things where like they combine that realness with comedy. Yeah. Essentially to sell Atlanta. So okay. um, it, it, it's a real, real interesting way to look at what is actually reality. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what makes the show so yeah, it's these real situations so, that when they go to that section where it's like, if I were telling somebody about this, I couldn't make this up. It, it, yes, exactly. Kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So and I've watched the first couple episodes, but I didn't really like it, so I had to kind of stop. I don't really get time to watch TV by myself. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, movies. I haven't really watched any movies. Uh, I wa- I got to watch the beginning of The Departed last night because yeah. man, and I just each scene of that movie is gold because uh, I have a roommate who likes her Godfather. She likes Scarface. I was like, Yo, you should. You really need to watch Departed. And I had suggested it to her before it was even on Netflix. Yeah. It gets on Netflix. I was like, Yo, it's on Netflix. And so she started watching it last night. I'm going to have to watch it again now that it's yeah. on Netflix. Yes. And I just, like, I forget every time. Like, sometimes I want to go back to it, and I'm like, oh, that's a long movie. But then, you know, like, I was l- listening to the beginning of it, and I'm like, I remember why every scene of this movie is gold. Nah. It, uh, after the Passover, when you got mad at me for not having seen it, I, uh, I, d- I watched it on IFC. Nice. So I just set the DVR looking for The Departed, and it said it's coming on. IFC this okay. Sunday or whatever. And Cody, have you seen it? Nope. Okay, so we can't do any spoilers. Can. What, what did you think of that ending, though? The ending tripped me out, dude. That was, that was cause the whole movie, I was just like, okay, this is really, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, The Departed takes place over like a span of like seven years. Mm-hmm. This is like deep, deep, deep cover shit. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, the premise to get straight with you and to sell it, sell it for you, Cody, you and you and Shai should definitely watch it. Is that uh, the story starts and uh, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio wants to be a cop, but they won't let him because his father had criminal ties in okay. the past. And they said, you know what? If you do, we want you to go so deep, fucking undercover, even you don't know whose side you're on. And he does. He goes to jail. They give him a bonus, okay. yeah. and he comes out the other side as a straight fucking criminal. The leader of said crime syndicate, of said crime syndicate, is Jack Nicholson, in yeah. what I would say is his best role. Okay, and I know I'm assuming you would disagree because Batman, but no, no, not because Batman. What one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Oh, okay, cool. Word. Yeah, um, is that something I need to watch? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen one. I haven't flew seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest. No. Oh, it's it, it's an old movie, but sure. my God, is it good? If it holds up over time, then yeah, by all means. Well, um, 
in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Jack Nicholson plays a uh, criminal mm-hmm. who goes to the insane asylum to avoid jail. He basically <laughs> pleads insanity and okay. goes to the asylum instead of jail. Uh-huh. And it points out, it kind of goes through his, he's in there with all of these mental patients. And he, Is there a hot one he can sleep with at least? Hot nurses. Okay, there you go. Okay. <laughs> and one nurse, nurse, nurse Ratchet, who is probably the devil incarnate. Okay. She is straight up torturing these insane. Make him wish he went to jail. Yeah, and it, it pretty much okay. it pretty much says you know, if if you've got the option to either plead insanity and go to a mental institution or go to a jail, jail's better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, okay. I mean it. I'm sold. We'll it watch. takes twists and turns it ends just so so dark but hopeful it's it's very okay. it's very strange to explain without really spoiling okay. anything okay then we'll make a point of of, of trying to catch it but if that. you want to see Jack Nicholson's greatest performance yeah. check that one out okay we'll do it's awesome so and i have it you okay. can borrow it oh okay word so with the departed um on the other side of the spectrum because there's like a million characters in this yes Jack Nicholson is the leader of that crime syndicate yeah. and I think that is one of his better roles at oh, the definitely. minimum yeah De- definitely no he did an excellent the it, guy's excellent was, in everything also but. true also true um but uh so you've got Leonardo DiCaprio going in undercover on that side right mm-hmm. but then you've got um Matt Damon who was raised up in the crime syndicate and then gets into the police academy. So you've got moles on both sides, okay. sides, flipping sides. Okay. And, tr- and basically this creates this spectrum, right? As you get closer to the end of the movie, it's this tense, fucking okay. drawn-out process of them trying to find out who the mole is. They know there's a mole on each side. They know of each other. Okay. They don't know who they are yet. Okay. That, yeah. You definitely have my attention. And as, and yes. And, and it gets closer and closer. When it, it gets it, to that climax, it, they oh both find out pretty much at the same time. Yes. Through different means, but they both, it's like, mm-hmm. so you were the inside. And okay. as as Matt Damon's finding it out, Leonardo DiCaprio's in the office finding out this guy okay. is mm-hmm. the mole. And it's so funny because yeah. the, the movie, it runs, they, these storylines run parallel to each other and then they suddenly combine okay. when they know at the end. And man, this movie has a climax of climaxes in any movie. I mean, damn. This is, Dude. I don't think there, there's there been an ending like The Departed uh, uh, other than Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is how it comes together. Okay. And it's like, wow, this is yeah. something that, you know, uh, you know, and then there's little things to, you know, capitalize on their relationship. Like they were both dating the same um, therapist. That, that right there, I was just kind of like, Wow. Fuck? Wow. Right? It when you say parallels, I was just I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, oh my God, because as Leonardo DiCaprio gets deeper and deeper into the crime boss's inner circle mm-hmm. and the boss is like, This is the only guy I can trust. At the same time, Matt Damon is rising up in the per- police ranks. Okay. And mm-hmm. he gets like right up under the like main lieutenant and the main lieutenant's like, You're the only one I can trust. So both of the big bosses are saying that the mole is the only one they so, can trust. And yes. it's like, yes. 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 Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Their, their lives are mirrored on opposite ends of the spectrum. It's mm. easily my most favorite Martin Scorsese movie. Oh, easily, yeah. okay. easily. That's yeah. that's his 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 capital work there. So yeah, um, before um, it was Goodfellas, and now this is Eclipsed Goodfellas. Not oh, yeah. gonna right. lie, it, it took down. me fucking forever to watch Goodfellas. Same. I still haven't finished it though. 
It's really fucking good. Through. I like it a it lot. It is. Yeah, no, no, it is really good. But when good. somebody puts a lot of pressure on me to watch something, it makes me fucking not want to watch it at all. Oh, Same. Okay. So Fair I got enough. so yeah, much shit yeah. from Shy's parents for not fucking watching it. Oh, I really? Just didn't for like and then eventually. Years. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me to watch this? Fuck, Fuck yourself. Off. How's that? That's <laughs> true. So with the, with the Departed, um, you know, it's got everyone in it. Martin Sheen is yeah. is the police captain, and uh, uh, Alec Baldwin is the head of the undercover. And in his absolute meanest role, <laughs> Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Mark really? Wahlberg is a fucking oh my god. This is you I, think he's been a jerk in any role? Watch The Departed. Okay. He is. Like I had a nightmare last night <laughs> about him. I was because he's so bad. I had a dream he was trying to. He was just fucking sitting me down, going, "You're not a fucking cop. You're not a fucking cop. Don't tell me you're a fucking cop. I'm gonna get a time machine and take your fucking. I'm gonna go in the future and get your kids, and I'm gonna take them back in time. And when I was recording, uh, good vibrations, and I'm gonna let them watch me fuck that lady who turns out to be your mom. And I'm gonna lean in your kids' fucking ears and say, "You feel that, baby?" I do too. <laughs> come on, come on. He's fucking terrible in that Jesus movie. Feel it, he feel is it. terrible. Feel the vibe. Marky Mark. But it is one of his capital roles, and boy, yeah. does he get the upper oh hand God, by the end it. of the movie. And midway through, I'm like, why is this guy being such a dick? Uh-huh. And then I realize exactly why he's being such as a dick. As long as you find out why, that's all I care about. Yeah, exactly. I will watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, every, well, every character like, has a motivation. It doesn't yeah. expressly that that makes it say it. it. It's just it dawns yeah, I mean, on you that you're like, that's why he's doing this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think we've beat the departed to death, you know, without being yeah. able to spoil yeah. it. Would love yeah. to hear your, your yeah. reaction later um, about it because it's like it pretty much. Let's just put all of our hands in the middle and just like hold hand. Like a to the Sasha Gray podcast. I'm going to come over here and touch your thumb to make sure I just didn't right. want to. I want to make sure I get to touch you as much, Rich, since you're on the other side, because if we were like, you know, doing a human centipede of uh, of uh, in the words uh, of the Lion King, gay sex, I can we feel would reach around. Tonight. My head is very. Anyway. I was trying to immediately <laughs> sing. Yeah, was, Can you feel really the love? Sweaty in there for a second. <clears throat> I have no voice right now because right. I tried to hit that high note immediately of "Can you feel the love tonight?" Just went right out. Yeah, the right over there, Brian. Yep. Uh, right. You stretching? Okay. What are you doing? Stretching. Okay. Thanks for googling Darius for me earlier. I forgot to thank you for that. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, job. Brian. Thank, thank you, Brian. You're a stand-up guy for being there in the you. corner and doing your thing. I do my best. It's a thankless job. Yeah. Except for the banana <laughs> chips. The banana <laughs> chips are thankful. Well, and all the thanks we just said. I love you, Cody. <laughs> Someone has to. Yeah. Someone has to. Well, yes. I mean, you're here, aren't you? Yeah. It shows that we love. Right. We have a mutual love. Yeah. All right. right. It's a nice little intermission before we get into video games. Yep. Yes. I gotta pee. You know what I mean? Because, oh, you're going to pee? Yep. Okay, cool. I have the bladder of a child. You know this. Hey, can you wait 10 minutes? Fuck. Yeah. No, Um, before you come back. Can you just like, can you, you, can you do, can you do a sitting pee? I mean, I can pee and then go out back. Could you? How about I'll text about, you when yeah, it's safe to come back. To I okay. was going to say, do we want to do just like a 10-minute pause quick? No. no okay. he, do you need to pee? wanting to talk about Solo. Solo. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, so he's I'm the only right. one who hasn't seen it. I took Brian to see it. We can do our solo reactions right now. I'm okay. going to fuck off for a bit. Go fuck off for a bit. That's what I'm good at. Fucking off. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Cody. I just don't want to spoil it for you. And I also want to get this out of the way before Solo's irrelevant. You're good. Yes. You're good. Do what you got to do. I will text you as soon as we are ready. We got to say what we wanted about Good. Solo. Has anything about Solo been spoiled for you yet? No. I'm, you know, I'm surprised that, that 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 thing is not all over the internet. 
Yeah. In random form. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I haven't gone looking for it, so it's... Okay. Most of the is, things that I follow on Twitter are Destiny-related anyway. Cody nice. leans back a lot from his microphone. Brian, how well do you hear him generally when he speaks? He's a little quiet, but we can hear him. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you get in that. You have to do the scooch. No. Sorry. Yeah, you need to be able to lick your Under. Yeah, essentially. Dude, you can get one of these. These are like six bucks. I know. Num, I num, num, need num, to. Num, num, I'm gonna. This I'm gonna Google you the thing. I'm gonna Google you the thing. Send me the link. Okay, I will. Num, I'll, num, I'll num, Google num, you. I mean, I'll send you the Amazon link. Yeah. So, uh, Cody. Mm. Yes. We know what you've been playing, but why don't you tell everyone what you've been playing? So the only game that I play is Destiny. No way. Yeah. What? I I put three thousand hours into the first one, man. Like Bungie playing yeah. Destiny. Yeah. Like the game with the Destiny, where they're like, "This yeah. isn't Halo, but it sure feels like it." Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Continue. Yeah. So I've been putting a lot of hours into that game again. Still okay. Cool. Consistently, never ends. Never ends. Ever. They had a big old year year two uh, 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 debate. I was wondering, and especially after we lost our last episode because of OBS. Uh. Shat ended up, um, yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> it shat its pants and said "chat" was uh, an already digested episode that no one could uh, consume. So, this is really funny because they had a year two reveal just now, and I have a really awesome way of getting you in on the conversation, Rich. Because um, especially after their their year two reveal, mm-hmm. I'm really don't you blink that fucking mm-hmm. camera, you son of a gun. You fucking don't even. I was okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> we don't have a confidence monitor in here yet, so uh, you know, this one is, day we'll get there. And I'm then, pretty confident I can see myself blink. Go ahead. <laughs> I enjoy the level of confidence hypothetically there. you can. So uh, Destiny Two had a year two reveal yes, where they released, they you know, uh, where they talk about you know their bigger content update. They introduced like a bow and arrow and a bigger oh. area that allows for basically DLC to be dropped in, you know, with better ease, content to be dropped in with better ease. Yes. And you know that's fine and dandy, but they want seventy dollars for the whole package now. And yes. I'm not gonna do that. I'm that's not, fine. I'm not, you know what I, I mean? mean? If you want to get all the new shit. You don't even have to get the expansion. I mean, for the new weapon types, yes, you will have to get the expansion. Right. But all the all of the quality of life changes, you get that if you own Destiny 2. Okay, cool. So there's there's more to this than just an extra yeah. level or two and a yes. new weapon. Yes. Okay. So they changed the weapon system up because people hated how, well, a lot of people hated, not everybody. They hated how you had basically two primaries mm-hmm. and then one special or heavy weapon. Right. I was not a huge fan of it with the new weapon system. What was it in Destiny in comparison? In Destiny 1, you had a primary weapon, a special weapon, and a heavy weapon. (coughs) So primary was your hand cannons, your pulse rifles, auto rifles, all that kind of shit. Okay. Special, shotgun, sniper, fusion rifle, uh, heavy, rocket launcher, and machine gun. Okay. What? You're just getting so deep into that. <laughs> I, I can go. I can go. Fuck. I know you can't. Uh, okay, we, we we have to get through this without Rich falling asleep. Is all. No, I no, no, no. I'm, I'm I can in. go balls deep and then fit the balls in with it. Nice. <laughs> but that is known as the T steep. I'm rock hard. What is this? Uh, Rich is glazing over. <laughs> Interact with him more. <laughs> no, I'm not. Thanks, Brian. Over. Thanks for that. Said that. I'm 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 keeping myself entertained. I would like to glaze you like a donut. Should we have muffins here? These are yeah, delicious yeah, yeah, yeah. muffins. I like that mocha chip. That was really good. Glaze someone like a destiny muffin. tea. What makes it worth the price to you? To me, I know I'm going to have people to play it with, which is 100 percent 
why it's so great to me. Which is what goes hand in hand with playing a game, any kind yeah. of game that has a massive multiplayer component exactly. to it, right? Any like I end up falling out of games like Guild Wars 2. I remember I put a lot of time into Guild Wars 2 because I just like the game. I like the aesthetic. I like yeah. everything about it, but I could not find people to play with and eventually I was just kind of like yeah. I'm tired of randos. I don't have like solid people to play with and I can't get on as often as I want to yeah. in the first place. So, as opposed to you, it's easy. You like Destiny enough that it becomes your core and only game outside yeah. of things like God of War and uh Senua's uh, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, things like that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, There's always, like I talked about on the podcast that no longer exists, there's a sense of camaraderie that just always brings me back. My friends are always there. I always have someone to talk to and play with. Okay. And that's a big deal, right? Um, That's what would make that game work for me. And I did get kind of a solid group of people to play with. It's just, again, you know, I as soon as I beat the raid, I went, okay, I'm done with this. And then, you know, two expansion packs were 30 35 bucks. Oh, wow. And, you know, I had switch. already heard that Destiny, you know, Destiny DLC in the past was not that awesome. And I was like, okay, you know what? No, I am going to hold off on this. I'm not going to hop right into it. And I didn't. And then I heard that both of them were, you know. I like Warmind. Okay, that's, you know. Uh, even then, I'm like, maybe if they were both 20 bucks, I would hop on that train, right? Maybe uh, if both of them and this whole year two thing was 20 bucks, 30 bucks, then I could, you know, Fair. warrant like 40 bucks for a Fair. whole new year of gameplay. If if you said, because here's the deal, I spent 60, 65 bucks with tax uh, on a game. Uh, Destiny 2, I put easily like 70, 80 hours into it, right? That's a solid price for a game, right? That's a dollar a minute, right? Um, Less than a dollar per minute. And then you get to look at that. And when you stretch it out over time, you're like, damn, okay, I got my my money's worth, but they want me to pay half the price of that. And it sounds like I might put 10 hours into a new DLC. I understand that. Not there. You know what I mean? This year 2 thing, all right, I guess. But then you get to this next level of of ridiculousness where I heard that there's not even a new, like, legitimate raid since the first one. There will be. Yeah, so there was the base raid Leviathan. And then with each expansion has a raid layer to expand on the raid mm-hmm. on the overall story of the raid. So that's it's not a new raid; it's like a short ex- raid experience. Okay, all right. Maybe maybe I'll jump off the cliff. I, what Destiny Two is ten bucks on PS4 right now, at Best Buy. one hundred percent. I was Come like this close. What is the premise of Destiny? That that is uh. A deep question. Okay. Well, sure, okay, sure, but like well, I can. I, I mean, I'm lis- I'm listening to you guys. And you're talking about mostly the mechanics of the game. Yes. The you're you're hitting with the hard detailed numbers. Of yeah. It, Rich is a story guy. If you needed to sell it to Rich, how would you sell yeah, it? Yeah. If you're a story guy, I can't sell it to you. Okay. There you go. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's a, is it just kind of like a raider game? It, ba- kind of, yeah. It's okay. it's all about end game activity. It looks cool. It looks gorgeous. What there is of the story is like, you know, the premise is cool, but when you actually get into the story there, you know, you're not getting Modern Warfare 2 style twists. You're not getting a Resident Evil 4 style, you know. It's a a military style type thing. Eh. It's more if, if I. It's had more to like, like if everyone was a freelance. Yeah, it was. Okay. It's more mercenary. Mercenary, okay. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so. you're, you yourself are in charge of taking out these big threats to Earth, okay. the last city on Earth. Okay. Basically, and then you go from planet to planet, and you know there's different things. You ride around on things. a sprout. Yeah, so it's there's not a ton to sell on it okay. as far it's as really story is concerned. So fair enough. And there's, that's yeah. and then you know and uh, there and now Rich knows he will never play Destiny. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I respect yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's definitely not a lot. So, for you, I would check out Anthem. When it actually Potentially, drops. yeah. If it, if Except EA, EA does well. <laughs> what EA were you saying, well. Brian? There's definitely not a lot of in-game story or anything like that of history. You have to go out of the game to their website to do any research like that. But you have to find like the little that cards was, uh, and all that stuff in Destiny. That was in Destiny One. Yeah. Uh, Destiny Two doesn't have the Grimoire anymore. They have lore tabs on exotics now, so it's still oh something you have to go out of your way to read. You just don't have to go as far. Yeah, it, I thought it was still annoying myself. It is. Yeah. You're not wrong, but if you read like the Books of Sorrow from Destiny One, like all the Taken King lore, that's really fucking good. I have. But again, you have to go out of your way. Is I heard grimoire. Is there a magic system in this? Kinda. It's space magic. <laughs> it depends on the class you pick because yeah. they have titans, which are like, you know, big, basically your warrior type. Yep. And then you've got hunters, which are your thief type, yep. thief assassin type. And then you've got warlocks, which are your straight magic type. Yeah. Which is like, okay. This game but is it's intriguing. The more you describe, the more lost I get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> basically. I Let's understand not. less about the game now than I did when you first started. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Basically, right. pew pews and powers. Long story short, yeah. Good deal. So, uh, Rich, have you had the opportunity to play any video games with 12 hours of work a day? Okay. I've played, in the past week, Breath of the Wild, Bayonetta 2, Cuphead, and Arkham Asylum. Okay. Total time spent playing video games, eight and a half minutes. So, all right. I pretty much turn the game on, loads up. I take three steps. Ah, shit! I got to do something else. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> right. But those are the ones you're in the middle of. Yeah. It's good are, to know what you're working at. Yeah. These are all games that I was like, okay, if I'm gonna talk video games, I need to play something before. Fair. And so, turn it on, play for two minutes, and then it's like, I got something else to do. Turn do it we, off. Do we need to have a come to Jesus meeting about Breath of the Wild? Because, I mean, with all these other games that you want to play, I mean, you know. It's not going to stop. I understand uh, your addiction to the Bre to Breath of the Wild. That's how I feel about Destiny. Okay. Okay. And that, that is completely Which fair. totally yeah. makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. When there's that much to do, it's like, you know, when you're playing a game, an open world game that you just love so much, and then you do beat it, and you're like, oh, man, there's nothing left to do, and I just want to spend so much time in this world. Breath of the Wild is a game where you will not reach the end of it. Yeah. And you can just keep being there, and yeah, especially yeah. with the master mode and all that extra, yeah. extra shit. I mean, that keeps that keeps you there. I you still know. have not beaten the main story. That's all right. That's, that's fine. I, that's there's, not the point of Breath of the Wild. I've been playing it for like 500 hours and still haven't even approached the castle. Yeah, I just beat my third divine, uh, divine beast yesterday. Nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I got I got super amped and super excited. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> so I keep playing now, and I have the zero cycle in three of my four game saves. Okay. And so the zero cycle, I was just very excited for it because I was like, Desert time! Mm -hmm. And I, that's when I realized the Zero Cycle uses the same game mechanic as the horse. Okay. So anywhere that you can ride a horse, you can use the Zero Cycle. If you can't ride a horse, you can't use the cycle. Okay. That sucks. So you can't yeah. ride it off a cliff and get major air? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can. Can you do that with a horse? 
if the horse is stupid enough. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Word. All right. If the horse is stupid enough to be like, we're right at four. It's clicks. not strictly. <laughs> it's not a. It's not a Skyrim or a Red Dead Redemption horse. No, no. no. <laughs> where they just go where you want them to. No, these horses are kind of like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Right. Uh, there's there's a canyon there. <laughs> right, exactly. So you can leap off the horse mm-hmm. and you know parasail, mm-hmm. but it makes me really sad that they didn't go with the hook shot grappling hooks. Because uh, there was there was a rumor. Did you hear about that one where they were I don't think in so. game development? They were planning on utilizing for climbing at least that the the hook shots would work like Spider Man webs. Okay. And you could basically like kind yeah, of how it is, was in uh, Monster Hunter World. When you climb up a wall. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. probably a little bit more fluid like the Spider-Man and probably. stuff like that. God, I'm so excited for that fucking Spider-Man game. Dude, it cannot get here faster. And it's right around our birthdays, too. Right around our birthdays. I pre-ordered the collector's edition saying oh, happy birthday to myself. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> no, that's exciting. You really need to get through Arkham Asylum. I do. Yeah. Arkham I Asylum do. is one, like, easily the best super superhero game ever made. So I want to make it through the entire Arkham series. Exactly. So yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. working on Asylum. They're okay. all phenomenal. The coolest thing about Arkham Asylum, though, is that you know they were like, "This is our chance to make our impression here," and boy, do they! Mm-hmm. Arkham yeah. Asylum is something else. It's actually like ten bucks right now on Xbox Live Digital, and I'm like, ah, I want, yeah. but I have too many games to play. Yep, too many games to play place. that I really want to play. Hold on. I say you pick it up now, and then when you get through those other games, mm-hmm. you go back to it. That way, you don't have to spend higher. Spend more money. Also true, but I mean, if it's that long before I even get to it, I mean, you know, there you there know, are enough games a, to play that I might never ever get back to it. Fair. You and know, they keep coming out with new ones. Yes, yeah. They do. So, um, rumor is that Rocksteady is working on a new Superman game. game. Yeah, and it might be Superman. That's and the if rumor they I do heard. Superman, now you're making that face right now, Rich. I'm but if <laughs> if if Rocksteady does Superman the way they pulled off Batman, it will be the definitive. Superman experience. I I love Superman. It won't be I'm, Superman sixty four. I'm I'm a Superman guy. That's my fear, right there. <laughs> I know it is Superman sixty four. I was like, <laughs> I was ready to gouge out my goddamn eyes and beat yeah. him to my Nintendo to avoid it. Well, sure. Like, oh but here's God. the deal, right? Is that like uh, you haven't played Arkham Asylum, so you don't entirely understand yeah. um, the things that went into that game that made that game so across the board phenomenal well now there's there are things about batman as a character Mm -hmm. that paved the way for an awesome video game Mm -hmm. okay the fact that he's human the Mm -hmm. fact that he relies on a lot of gadgets his rogues gallery is enormous yep there are plenty of things to do there superman is just shy of a god that it makes it very, very difficult to mechanically make a good game for Superman. Fair. Okay. Yeah. How do you how how do you game over an invulnerable character? I yeah. mean, you reset him. Batman can take damage. Batman's a human. Batman can take damage. Batman's gadgets can break. Okay. How is it all of a sudden in level three of the game? Oh, hey, you know what, Superman? You just got your heat vision and i could see something like at the beginning of the story sort of like uh with metroid how at the very beginning you always lose all your shit something like you could come up against a shitload of just krypton and i think it was without saying uh, right Kryptonite. and if Ro- if they if rocksteady does this like they did batman yeah that superman would be 
uh, they would have a ton of Superman, you know, villains in mm-hmm. this. Lots of Superman characters. And also you could fly around Metropolis, hands down. You know what yeah, I mean? They wouldn't make it, you know, because uh, Arkham Asylum, each game up until Arkham Knight is very, like, concealed to its own area, right? Yeah, right. Where you can only do so much. But um, if they did Superman, I think the deal with that is, uh, first of all, with in terms of keeping gameplay balance and making it, because, yeah, you're playing as God. You know, yeah, what is sure. this going to be outside of God mode, the game, right? Yeah. Is that they would reset him, right? The story, they can do that easily. Obviously, Lex Luthor is hands down going to be his his arch nemesis for the whole game. He's going to be the final boss, right? Right. And so maybe Darkseid, I don't know. It depends. They would probably save that for an for the next Superman game, right? Or maybe eventually a Justice League game where you have a team of six and you all can play whichever uh, Justice League member you want. So I'm not going to get that deep into it. That's another rumor that I've heard. Is that it's a Justice the League game. The will be a Justice League game. Which would also be cool. But um, from there, you know, you uh, Lex Luthor administers uh, kryptonite gas, which gives a lot of people powers. And then uh, they have to wall in Metropolis, and Superman has to handle everything. Maybe. 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 They, there are ways to do this. And Rocksteady made the, the Batman Arkham trilogy so well. I would have 100% confidence, and you should too. If they are making a Superman game. Oh, yes. no, I have high hopes for it just based off of how horrible Superman 64 was. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not hard to do better than that. The, exactly. The, the thing with Superman 64 was that they, they tried. Yeah. They tried so hard to make a Superman game where they didn't scale him. And they just ended up making something that was completely fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you're making a game for a god. How do you do this? It's true. So it with the game developers doing what they are now with story mm-hmm, and content mm-hmm. and everything. I'm fairly confident that they, if anybody could do it, they could. And that they would be able to do it well and that they would not release it if they couldn't do it well. Uh, will you raise your hand when we get to an hour 30, Brian, by the way? Mm-hmm. Um, no, so, and that's... But... Well, I heard the first level was unbeatable, too, of Superman 64. Like, that was the biggest issue is that they, like, had so much gameplay in the trailers and they had, like, ads with pictures of all the things you would do and all the baddies you'd be fighting and Lex Luthor you'd be fighting. But then the first level was so stupid hard that 90% of people that got it couldn't even get past the first level. The first part of that is true. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. But with anything that's hard, you know... Any video game, you play it long enough, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you know the pattern, you know what mm-hmm. what to pull and whatnot. And right. So you'll eventually get through it if you put in the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just so fucking dumb that you don't want to put in the time. But you don't set up a brick wall a hundred foot tall to someone who's just starting a game, and they're three foot tall. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. And that's you know that was just the the you know yeah the antithesis antithesis of what oh, needed uh, to be in hell. Yeah, and they were making it for Superman fans, and they were like, Superman's kind of a god. How are we going to do this? Right. And so they were like, well, let's make it all these dumb things that he could do, but he's got to jump through these hoops to satisfy Lex. Yeah. Sure. If if I may bridge off of that, yeah, because I have a perfect segue. Perfect. One Same of the games thing. I finally decided to start getting through is Batman, a Telltale game. Oh, yes. Okay. So have you gotten to play like the Walking Dead Telltale, Wolf Among Us, Game of Thrones or anything? Yep. 
Uh, they have a Borderlands, Tales of the Borderlands, right. which is pretty cool. He would never play Borderlands, though, because it's a first-person. Um, as cool as it is, it's essentially like a first-person Mad Max meets Diablo is what Borderlands is. Pretty that cool. I might actually try. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, it, and it's it, funny. It's funny Yeah, game. the sense of humor is great, and the gameplay overall is great. Yeah. But if you are not, if you can't really do first-person shooters, might maybe try it. I, You have a PS4, right? Yeah. I can let you borrow it. All right. I, I would attempt it. I don't know how far I would be able to exactly. Make it. So right, like, I'm I, trying to save you money. So yeah, you like I love Bioshock money. Infinite. Yeah, bought Bioshock Infinite. I played it for like three hours and I can't go back. I just I get it. Just like exactly, but no. Um, Batman and Telltale. The cool thing about Telltale games is that they're not strictly game gameplay. Um, they are story wise. So you get yeah. to choose dialogue of what your people say, and yeah. then you have to make these complicated decisions that it's basically a big old choose your own adventure exactly okay. except it's, it's extremely dramatic yes i remember uh, uh uh the very first walking dead game i played uh minor spoilers for the walking dead um and one of the episodes uh you've got a character who's like you're kind of flirting with and like she's actually really cool right and you can tell like uh your main character his name's lee is like becoming very fond of this character and um there's another character which is uh, another woman about the same age and her dad you guys are locked away and trying to be silent because they're basically cannibals trying to eat you. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's the characters that are fucked up in this world, not the zombies. Um, but so they're they're uh, eating you guys, but they throw you in a freezer to let you freeze to death. And um, the the dad starts having convulsions because he needs pills. He starts having convulsions, and we're like, "Well, what do we do?" Because he's freaking out and. Um, before you can make your decision, the girl you're flirting with takes a cinder block and smashes his head to put him out of his misery. Before you can say a word. Damn. Um, you uh, guys uh, escape. Uh, very last chapter of the episode, you're riding away, you're driving away, and you're just like, uh, the daughter's like really upset, and she was like, that was not her decision to make. And you're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I messed this up a little bit. I messed this up a little bit. It, uh, uh, the girl you're, you're flirting with was the daughter of said character. Okay. I'm sorry. But the other character was still cool. Um, and this character that you, like, are, you know, actually okay with is, like, really pissed at this girl who killed her dad. And you're riding in the way uh, – you're riding off in an RV at the end of the episode. And then uh, you turn around and – and uh, your crush shoots the girl who killed her dad in the face. She shoots her. Sexy. And then it's your job to decide whether she stays or goes. You have to set the rules now oh. for what are allowed. And then nice. you can kick her out of the RV and drive away, which is what I had to do, despite yeah. the fact that, you know, he obviously had an amorous affection for this girl. It's decisions like this, right? Mm. So I start Batman. Um, Batman, a Telltale series... I think I've played more as Bruce Wayne than I have Batman. Fair. And it is enthralling. Okay. It is absolutely, absolutely enthralling to be playing this. It all starts as Batman, of course, because you need to get in there. But, like, the real nitty-gritty is where you have to make decisions as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You're supporting Harvey Dent. This is all kind of a start over, right? But yeah. there's different characters. Uh, Penguin is a young man that you grew up with, not a, right. a Danny DeVito-looking uh, creepy motherfucker, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, through it, throughout the first episode, you're hanging out. And, <laughs> and then uh, at the beginning of the episode, Carmine Falcone, you know, biggest crime lord in, in Gotham, mm -hmm. shows up to, your, to the Wayne Manor where you're having a benefit for Harvey Dent. And you're like, why is he here? And Harvey says, 
you have to make friends with everyone if you're going to be a politician in the city and you're like i don't agree with that but you know um you have a meeting and carmine falcone's like you're going to want to be on the right team for all of this just so you know so he leaves and then the episode starts panning out and then you get a call in the middle of a you're you're opening um a new hospital because arkham asylum is bad you're opening a new hospital in the name of uh thomas and martha wayne you get a call from alfred and alfred's like you need you need you're getting texts during the thing and you're having conversations in the text trying to decide what to say to the crowd and then alfred's like you need to call me now call me now you're like okay this is weird what's going on and then you finally get off stage um and you take the call and you're talking to alfred alfred says gotham pd is here and they're rooting through everything that you have and you go what you get back on stage the crowd goes what are these allegations we're hearing that thomas and martha wayne were in cahoots with Car- carmine falcone Mm. and that the Wayne family were renowned gangsters without any of us knowing. Lighting a fire under the ass of the Wayne name. Yeah. Yeah. So good. (laughs) This game. (laughs) I'm not normally a huge fan of Telltale games, but I will definitely go back and give that one a chance. Yes. Because I got it when it was free. The cool thing about Telltale games is that they get really cheap really fast. Okay. So when you when you get into these, uh, uh, they're like or initially like twenty five bucks, but then you get like uh, they go on sale and then they're ten bucks, they're five bucks. So we get um, uh, okay, cool, all right. We uh, we'll yeah. keep it to under two hours because yeah. we're talking here. We still have E three predictions to get through. So, yeah. um, so yeah. Um, without telling much more about Batman, I just started episode two. I'm not going to tell you guys much more outside of the fact that uh, you bust Carmine Falcone um in his penthouse tower and you find a picture of. The Waynes sitting around a fire with Falcone and his gang to prove that, yes, the Waynes were corrupt. What makes Bruce rush out and run back to the Batcave is that he sees Alfred standing there with all of them. Oh. Okay. Right there. And that is how the episode ends. That gets me into the Batman story because I've read the Wayne Trials, (laughs) the comics. Okay. So is this based on a comic? This kind of storyline? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, if it marries up to the... If it marries up to the comics, I don't know Got you. How, okay. the, how they want to take the game. But. Right. Well, for instance, you know, the beginning of the nep- next episode yeah. is, is that you go in and you start studying. Um, yeah. you, you do crime scene investigation. And yeah. uh, in terms of like kind of like uncovering hidden memories, you remember what the, the shooter said in the alleyway. And he said, uh, you have to be put down. I'm sorry. And it's not personal. So they were assassinated. Yeah. They were not murdered in cold blood. Yeah, yeah. They that, were assassinated. There's there's a couple of storylines about okay. they were actually okay. assassinated rather than a freak mugging. <clears throat> but I don't want to delve into the Batman when we still yeah, got right. to get yeah, to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. Uh, one more game. Uh, I, I got back into Overwatch last night a little bit. Yeah. Which is perfect timing because I got a Lucio shirt. Yay, mm. Lucio. Lucio's my main. Um, I had to stop playing it because people are venomous. Um, especially in that game, in that Very. game, you know, PC games that are competitive, people get salty real quick. Oh, they're, yeah. they're toxic, they're venomous. But um, I got back into it and I played with my cousin, and we had a lot of fun. Good, just kicking it. I was like, I, I mained Widow when the game first came out. Um, I had a friend that was working um, on a Spyro game, and uh, he got us all codes for like five bucks nice. for the game, and also into the, uh, the private betas and stuff like that. And I was maining Widowmaker, the mm-hmm. sniper, um, which you got me a Widowmaker pop for Christmas last year. I don't know, the white one. Um, um, oh, nice. White Widowmaker, yeah. Look great. So, yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. 
So I, uh, uh, no, I, I decided to hop on and play her again. She got nerfed right when the game started because she was just way too OP. Yep. Um, I hopped back on, and, you know, there have been enough balances since the game initially came out that she's easy to play against. She's fun to play again, and people are playing her often. So I was like, yes, finally, I got back into it. I just love sniping on PC. There's something about sniping on PC. The finesse of a mouse and a keyboard, oh, it's something else. Point and click. I love it. So, yeah, I got on. I got to play some Widowmaker, and I love doing that. Uh... I I'm the so of a trackball, but I'm means. so mad because I'm just now realizing I was going to say, "Hey, tweet at me your your battle tag on Blizzard, and we'll do this." And I forgot to plug the Twitter at the beginning of the episode. So mad. Pop in an intro. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, was, yeah, no I can't. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it separately, intro. and I'll I'll pretend like we started the conversation like it was just us. Like I'll be you like, like just, "Hey, hey, Daniel, do you want to say what you need to say about the Twitter?" Yeah, Daniel, my name's Cody, and you need to say what about the Twitter stuff and do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Porno. My name is Rich, and that's how. <laughs> <laughs> that's sent it over the top. That's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> to go, I was like, no, but it's true. Um. So, anyways, I asked you guys to do a little bit of homework. Yep. Yep. And kind of come up with some e uh, with some E three predictions. Okay. Because we are sitting on E three right now. The EA press conference is potentially actually going on right now. EA is going on right now. It is right now as we speak. We're we're a little late to the game. We're probably not going to post this until Monday after yep. some conferences, but it'll also be fun to listen to what it was before it actually happened. Yeah. So we have certain predictions. Um, I asked you guys to get five of uh, ludicrous expectations and five of realistic. Are there since we're trying to cut this short? Can we just get it down to an order? Just five of whatever. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So uh, we're going to go in order um, uh, of we'll each do our five, we'll each do our four, we'll each do our, do our three, and so on and so forth okay. until we get to our bigger um, ideas. So okay. that being said, uh, guests go first. Okay. Uh, number one, I think we're actually going to get an, uh, a release date for Anthem, like an actual date so we can play it and right. maybe an even beta announcement. Uh, can it be delayed? From said. It will probably be delayed. Okay. Um. Can you write down our predictions too? Now, you know, you're already writing down timestamps. I'm gonna write down predictions. predictions. Can you write predictions? I just that's how I kind of do anything. Like timestamp, segue. So. Four, three, two, yes. one. Hold on, I'm writing it down. Okay. I'm gonna say November 2019. Ooh. <laughs> I'll go that extra detail. Anthem. Uh, in November of 2019. Okay. I, I got it, Brian, if you're just doing time. It's up to you. Rich. I'm fairly certain they're going to announce some video <coughs> games. Wow. And when they will be released. Wow. My initial reaction to your homework was, what's E3? Are you serious? <laughs> well, I'm, okay. not, I'm okay. not. I'm not no, that big, fine. big, big a video game guy. That's I fine. love video games and I love playing them and everything, but I'm not one to really research them that hard. Anytime that I'm seeing the E3 stuff, it's after E3. Okay. And the predictions okay. are already made. Okay. And these are what you can look forward to and everything. Okay, okay duly so, noted. As opposed to us, when we get home, we're going to watch those Microsoft right. and Sony oh, conferences immediately. 100%. You know, yeah. Checking our phones every five minutes to find out, you know, what's been announced, what's going on. Watch notifications, bud. That was yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, like, I'm going to find out next week. Yeah. And okay. I'll be fine with that. Dude, we can probably knowledge. cut that down if you want. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we're trying. We're trying to. We're trying yeah. to end this anyway. Is <laughs> so there? So you guys can keep firing on about your predictions and everything, but I'm right. sorry, I got nothing. Okay. I, All I right. don't really watch it that's, that way. Yeah. The, so. so. That's right fine. Now it's just Daniel and Cody going back and forth. Do you yes. have any predictions? 
shit. He was firing some <laughs> off at me on the way here, and they were all things that were already like either yeah. discussed or things that Fair. like because it was you know we you know you do have to research. So it's you know it's it's uh, we can just do ours because we you know we are more submerged in mm-hmm. in the business side of video yes. games and where right. these things are happening. So um, we'll just cross you off the list, Rich. I wish you told me before the podcast. <laughs> I wish you told Sorry. me. I would have tried to find a way to get you in on Sorry. the way you think, like things are working and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, if he has uh, no, I'm actually, I'm actually interested to hear what you. Uh, Rich's yeah, one, so. Rich's one and only prediction is that Breath of the Wild Two is announced. No, no, my one and only prediction is that video games will be announced with release dates for the future. Well, that's so. boring. No, that's. Boring. I mean, it's, you don't think uh, that's going to happen. So, Sony last year pretty much didn't announce any dates. Yeah. They yeah. just said, "Hey, what we're going to make these games." Rich, I know you have always said this. But would you be stoked for EA just being a bag of cookie dicks on stage? Oh, yes. yes. There we go. Number two prediction. Rich's number two prediction is EA eats bag of dicks. Oh, no. That's the finest hope. I wouldn't say that's a prediction. Okay, so Breath of the Wild 2 is switched with... your wild prediction. Is that EA eats bag of dicks? My wild prediction. The board of directors of EA releases a video of them sitting at a conference table feasting on a giant bag of dicks. You know, it's so funny because uh, watch us get big, watch us, you know, like do this content. People realize that what we're doing here is for them and that we all just want to be in this together. And then uh, and then we're like, oh, hey, hey, EA, you want to hook up the anthem? They'll be like, eat a bag of dicks. Or or they send us a bag of dicks to eat. Right. And inside of bag of dicks, it says eat one dick and we will give you anthem. And then we mm-hmm. eat said dick, and they're like, ha fuck you. <laughs> All right, okay, so uh, uh, Rich's EA prediction number three mm-hmm. is uh, Mist Remake. That's already happened. It's done. That's yeah. done. It's a Kickstarter. Another one. Oh, but it was a different game because nope. we looked that up, right? No, they already did a Mist. They did okay, Mist 5 is released. It's a Mist redo with all of the sequels and a linking book. That actually has you open the book and there's the digital frame in there that right. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Cool. 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 Okay. What about what about Nintendo announces the Nintendo 64 Mini? I thought that already happened. Nope. Nope. Not yet. Okay. Potentially this year they did not announce it yet. No, they didn't. No. I, I mean, I, research, Brian, before you make these wild accusations. I don't know that that's so much a prediction as an inevitability. I mean, also the success based off the NES Classic yeah. and mm-hmm. the yeah, that's, that's understandable. Yeah. It, it's, I, they're gonna do the 64, and yeah. then eventually we're wild going to get prediction. a tiny getting cube. Hmm? Wild prediction. Okay, what, what what number is this on you? We can stop joking matter. around now. It we can do our matter. actual predictions because I have number five. Let's alternate. Let me tell you what my number five is. Okay. Deal. Okay. Um, my number five is that Oculus uh, Rift is uh, immediately compatible on Xbox One. That would be fucking amazing, and I would probably buy an Xbox. Okay. Rift is compatible. Okay. All right. What is your number four, Cody? Uh, Breath of the Wild tie-in with N- Nintendo Labo. That, I like that. <laughs> Explain how you would like for this to happen. Duck hunt, but with a bow and arrow. <laughs> I can dig that. Nintendo Labo slash Breath like with, uh, of Wild the Wild. Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. We've got that. My number four. I wrote it down here. Um, ice climbers are technically back in Super Smash Bros. But as Toad and Toadette. Fair. 
Because people keep complaining that the ice climbers aren't back, but I feel like the ice climbers are just not popular enough. They're not. You know, people, I'm sure what they said is like, it was cool to put them in retro in Melee. Yes. But they aren't well-known characters. The relevancy is not there. Toad and Toadette are popping up in Captain Toad's Amazing Adventures Mm -hmm. or whatever that that game is, which I want badly for Switch. I will get that. Did you play Super Mario 3D World or Land, guys? They had yeah. these okay, so basically they had these uh, Toad mini mini missions that were so fun that they ended up making another Wii U Cap- game sp- yeah. specifically Cap- based yeah, on Treasure Hunter. Yes, yeah. Treasure Hunter. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Did you get that one, or do you know of it? I know what you're talking about. I okay. haven't played it yet, but the Treasure Hunter mini games were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. In that, in Super Mario 3D World or Super Mario World 3D. Okay, whatever. Super Mario something different. Right. I would also not <laughs> mind seeing Waluigi as a fighter. But yeah. that would be a whole I, yeah, thing. Yeah, I want to see Waluigi. Right, you know, like, um, anyways. Where did Waluigi come from, actually? He was in uh, tennis yeah. for GameCube. That was the first that, one he was That in. was his start. That was his start, yes. Okay, so he was just a mirror for Wario. Basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, number three, Cody. Just had it. Hold on. We were talking. Oh, uh, Ice Climbers remake. Co-op. One each fucking Joy-Con. Oh, right, and that makes sense because of the way Pokemon uh, way Pokemon Let's Go is doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ice Climbers remake. And it's funny that I was just talking about Ice Climbers and then you had that. So, um, I have an outlandish one. Do remake. it. Um, DLC for Breath of the Wild. Okay. Where you get the Sand Seal Zero. Okay. So now <laughs> there is the, instead of the Master Cycle, you get the Sand Surfer. Pretty much. And okay. it's a sand seal that's you can summon. That would be amazing. Just like the cycle zero. Right. That would be amazing. I uh well I, would get I mean so fucking hard if they did that. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Would you would you would you get how hard would you get if I pitched a DLC for you for Breath of the Wild? In which they don't really like explain a whole bunch, but uh, you, 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 you go to the Temple of Time and they're like, something happened here. And there was a big old boom and we don't know. And you walk up and sitting on the pedestal is the Ocarina of Time. I have a similar... Yep. I have a similar... That would do what? That would literally send you back much farther in time than just when the... the, the before the cataclysm of whatever but send you much farther so back you could, in time okay. to a whole new ball game of Hyrule. Okay. Maybe when they were first exploring the world and it turns out that 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 uh, uh, maybe Link is always traveling in a wheel of time. I don't know, so, this is just me winging it. So, <laughs> so but, oh, and the moon's going to crash. I'm, I'm, so what you're saying is I'm Breath of the Wild Primal. Head. Yeah, <laughs> Breath of the Wild Primal. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, depends depends like, on the Sheikah technology. Do you like the immediate... I'm into uh, pitch it. Though. I'm into yeah, the yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, right. Of, but you can play the, the Ocarina and do the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyways, Similar. but you go back and you're, what if you're Kid Link? I don't know if I dig that. Uh, I like it. I, I like it. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd, I don't know. Maybe. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, 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 you get your DLCs, all the thing we're going to put here. Okay. Where's my number three? <laughs> it looks Where's like my number three? Because you got a three. My three. Well, am I skipping over here? Okay. Super Mario Maker is announced for Switch. Oh, I fucking oh, hope God, so. One hundred percent, I hope so. Right. Um, at this point, they'd be stupid not to. Yeah. Um, I think because they've been talking about three games they're going to focus on. Um, we already know uh, the first one is uh, the. Well, I mean, the games they're focusing on during E3, yeah. which is getting into everyone's hands and letting people know this is for real. 
is Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. for Switch. Then now it's Pokemon Let's Go. Yep. Yeah. Their third one, Super Mario Maker. Has to be. Well, I know there's a lot of people out there that were kind of pissed about um, when the Wii U did their Killing the Miis, the Mii <laughs> channel and all of right. that. Yeah. Because a lot of Super Mario Maker went through that. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Network. Oh, yeah. yuck. Well, so, what a good excuse. What an awesome excuse to start again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So pretty much the only server you could play on was the one for the uh, 3DS. Okay. And right. And everything was bouncing through that. So if they did it for oh, Switch. Yeah. And who wants to play 3DS anyway? I think it's so stupid that they remastered Luigi's Mansion for 3DS. <laughs> My hope is that they're doing that um, in, in the intentions of just b- putting them both on that hardware and then porting both that and Dark Moon, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 2, yeah. together onto Switch because I would love to play Luigi's yeah. Mansion on Switch. I mean, I, I still enjoy my 3DS. I still enjoy playing games on it. Sure. I enjoy yeah. the games, the titles, all that fun stuff. But let's face it, the Switch killed it. Oh, yeah, 100%. The Switch just destroyed the 3DS because yep. anybody that's playing the 3DS, they're playing the Switch now. It's true. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I still have my 3DS is Pokemon and the old Legend of Zelda games that are only on 3DS. Yep. I'm just going to turn up Cody's gain just a little Thank bit. Because you. <laughs> you keep... No, don't scoot closer. I turned up your gain because you're going to end up farther away again. <laughs> I am farther away again. Link Between Worlds is pretty much the only reason I'm still... Oh, there. God. I, I love, love that, that fucking game. Dude, what about a... What about a... Yeah, exactly. oh. That was actually the very first Legend of Zelda game that I beat. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. wow. What about a Link... I joined the game way late. What about a Link of... Uh, what about a, a Link... In time, a link uh, to the past. A link to the past. Sorry, uh, Switch remake. I would be into that. Playing off of that, that, I would like to see a master collection. Right. Of this was uh, one of Brian's predictions. Except uh, well, uh, that was except he 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 said they should port port um port it from the GameCube, but he hadn't realized it was already on Wii U. Ported it over, and that was part of our conversation. I would what like was to your see that on Switch? You I mean, you throw in. Turn on your mic and throw past. in. I was originally saying just bring Wind Waker back and just put it on Switch. Because yeah. Wind Waker, I played the shit out of that. That was fun sailing around. That's, that's, that's in my top. Wind, Wind, Wind Waker is definitely good. It's, it's a- I, don't, I couldn't see them doing like a strict collection. I mean, obviously we would love an Ocarina and a Majora's Match legitimate full remaster. remaster, right? A legitimate remaster. Um but that might take a while too and then you know how far do those remasters go because Wind Waker is timeless because of its cell shading that game looks yeah. fucking amazing yeah. no matter yeah. where you put especially if you do a was little bit of re- uh, 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 updating yeah. yes they actually had yeah like a collect another collection you mean Wind Waker was, yeah. yeah Wind I Waker was originally okay. on GameCube was play yeah. Wind Waker. do you have it yes can I borrow it You, you, Wait a second. I'm not sure if I still have the copy of the game okay. Wind Waker. You could also okay. borrow my Wii U and get the Wind Waker Fair. remake. Okay. There you go. Okay. And there's also a Twilight Princess. I think I didn't what, beat Twilight Princess. Either. Okay, whatever has been ported uh, to Wii U, I think is safe to say can be ported over to, to Switch. Switch. Yeah. So I think um, at the very least, if they did a collection, it would be a Wind Waker and Twilight Princess put together for Switch. I'm Very minimum. I'm hoping and put this down as one of my predictions is that the triad is announced for switch we're getting twilight princess skyward sword wind waker okay onto the switch okay so all yeah okay cool so and i mean to be fair link to the past was remade for the 3ds 
some mechanics were changed and they called it a link between worlds mm-hmm. word it, it's the same world same map same everything okay. in fact link to the past has low rule and high rule okay so i mean they're, that's cool it's not it's not a shot for shot remake mm-hmm. or anything they tweaked things and whatever but i still. don't want this Almost to be reimagining yeah. we're going a lot we in the legend of zelda <laughs> we really are no 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 no, no. Uh, well let me let me do one thing to, to to cap that off because i don't want it to be part of my predictions but i think this is coming uh well after super mario maker comes to switch what about uh legend of zelda maker or you could make your own dungeons mm-hmm. okay I would be all over that. That would be fantastic. I got some. I, I heard that, that yeah. but I would still play it. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, I would definitely get that to play other levels. Even yeah. you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I still need to. And as a as a plan of uh, like my let's plays, I need to go back and I want to play every single Zelda. I've only beaten Breath of the Wild. It is the only Zelda I have technically beaten. And even then, I just there's so much to do. I in that just game. recently accomplished my goal of owning every Zelda. Oh, okay. really? So I have every single Zelda game made. Dude. Ooh. Fucking props. That's yeah. exciting. Have I played them and beat them all yet? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Okay. Nobody's got time I'm for that shit. Legends of Zelda Trial Maker. Ooh, Trial Maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I maybe maybe co-op, like Four Swords, yeah. too? Yes. Where you throw in the, you know, like... Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yes. So much. What was that? There was there was a sound was malfunction that. there. <laughs> that sound was some asshole talking shit behind my back. That was <laughs> so true. All right, Cody, prediction number two. Uh, Jack four, Jack and Daxter four. Ooh, I love that so much. You need to play the Jack and Daxter game. If I uh, do you have a PS3? I do. I think I have the collection. Nice. Jack and Daxter is definitely legit. Oh my god. But I almost want to say you should start with Uncharted and then The Last of Us, but. Jack and Daxter is basically Naughty Dog's answer to Banjo Kazooie. Yep. Okay. Well, that was With that those. was my feeling on it was that you know Jack and Daxter, Banjo Kazooie, Ratchet and Clank, all pretty much the same. With Similar variants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Jack Four would be real fun. I, I would yep, go Yeah, I, I like Jack and Daxter way more than I like Ratchet and Clank, so that's okay. that's what I want to see. Right. Okay. Cool. So, uh, Jack and Daxter Four, mine. Is that uh, one game that From Software has been teasing is indeed <laughs> Bloodborne 2. Oh. I need that in my life. Um, the teaser footage looked a lot to me like the bandages that are wrapped around the saw cleaver weapon. Uh, and it says shadows die twice nice. uh, in the in the promo. I'm just going on a, limb, on a limb here. I'm saying it's Bloodborne 2 because From Software is not about to just stop making. Just because yep. Dark Souls 3 was the last of it and they remastered Dark Souls. Uh, does not mean that they're done making these kinds of games. And Bloodborne was far too successful for them to just stop making said games. So I'm going, yeah, no, that's got to be Bloodborne 2. For me, it's got to be Bloodborne 2. So um, now it's not really a prediction of mine, but I really like that your your Jack and Daxter 4 thing because when we were initially before we chopped this, you know, cut this down to like, serious uh before we cut this down to just five i asked you guys to do five serious predictions and five mm-hmm. ludicrous predictions right number one at my, my on my ludicrous predictions list was microsoft announcing a conquer's bad for a day sequel <laughs> that would have been great uh-huh um, that was at the top of my ludicrous list <laughs> they're they're busy working on sea of thieves they need to finish yeah. sea of thieves now that it's been out for a few months they need to finish the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> because that shit pisses me. Won't touch it. Um, yeah, basically. So, number one prediction, Cody. Hand it to me. My number one prediction, okay, I think, will be 
God of War 2 teased. Not announced, not anything. We're just going to get a short teaser. God of War Ragnarok for... Maybe, yeah. Is That's... Because let's be honest, that's what's going to get it called, but... I think it is way too fucking soon <laughs> to that's, say that's anything about it. Well, to be fair, they don't have to make a new engine. They just have to add on to what, are, what they already have. So true. Very so, true. Okay. story development, they could have been doing that while they were working on uh, God of War 1. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. Have they announced, has Nintendo announced anything about Metroid for Switch? No. Well, they've announced they've Metroid announced Prime that it's 4. Happening. Yeah. But nothing else. But nothing else. We're going to see footage of that. 100%. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. That, okay, I'm going to put that. that could okay, be the there you game. go, Rich. There you go, Rich. That they're focusing on. Well, games that are coming out. Metroid Prime 4 is not coming out this no, year. I hope no. so. It is not coming out this no. year. Will we they see gotta, gameplay? They gotta, yes. They got to beef the shit out of it first. Right. After after Breath of the Wild and Odyssey, yeah. they've, they've got a lot True. Of to do. It True. Will they not, have I mean, a lot to live up to. I really don't think it will be their main focus, yeah. but they will definitely mention it and let us know that they're moving it along. That okay. it's you know we're gonna get it next year. I'm yeah. pretty. Uh, we will get it next year, if not early to 2020. You know yeah. what I mean? I would like a Metroid Prime uh, collection of some kind. Ooh. That would be really, really, so really basically fun. taking the trilogy that they made on the uh, on the Wii yeah. and just porting it over for Switch. Switch. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it too. Love I would it. get it in a second. So I mean, that's the only one of the big three we're missing from Nintendo. At True. This point. True. So. We, we had a lot of Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Footage. Okay, same thing with working in the engine. And, you know, this isn't one of my predictions, but uh, because it's already basically been announced, but Walmart Canada leaked a bunch of games that haven't been announced yet. Yeah. Gears of War 5, I'm sure, yeah. is going to get announced. Yep. Um, you know, just announced, and then we're going to have to wait two years for it, but they're just going to let us know, hey, we're well along, and it's coming real quick. So, um, because I'm sure they went right off of working Gears of War 4, and they were probably working on that before Gears of War 4 was even out. Mm-hmm. Because that Gears of War 4 was such a well-made game, and all they had to do is take that engine and start improving upon it. That, you know, I am expecting Gears of War 5 too, but that is not what I want to take the number one place of my E3 predictions. Okay. What does take your number one pick? I say that uh, the head of Xbox or major nelson probably not major nelson um he's just kind of the face of the things um i cannot remember for the life of me the the name of the head xbox president guy but i say he walks onto stage in the middle of the sony conference to announce cross network play for third party games not gonna lie you gave me goosebumps a little bit for the second time today daniel yep so uh, for this to happen, the reason I say it's Sony's conference that this happens is that it has to be on Sony's terms because yes. right. they have said multiple times that, damn, we wish that games were cross-play with these guys. Um, Nintendo and Xbox are doing it. Minecraft, mm-hmm. Fortnite, they you can – well, okay, Rocket Fortnite. League. You know, and Fortnite is coming. Thank you, Rocket League. That's the one. Um, these games are all cross-play between PC, Xbox, mm-hmm. and Switch. Nintendo, mm-hmm. you can do it with a lot of these games. Same thing's going to happen with Fortnite. Fortnite's coming to Switch. It's all been, been confirmed. It's the same thing with the Obi-Wan movie. Y'all can – wait as long as you want to tell us it's coming you know what i mean we're gonna know in a week it's for sure coming fortnite is coming to switch easy but uh it's they're putting they've put it off this long and um someone said man i wish fortnite was cross you know cross compatible in terms of your account the way you can take it between mobile pc and still have the same skins still have the same player level and stuff like that i wish you could take it from thing to thing to thing Mm -hmm. but uh, someone tweeted, said Xbox president, and said, man, I wish we could do this. And he said, me too. Yeah. Uh, 
right? He replied to that. And it's, so, it's always yeah. been on Sony to actually yeah. go ahead with it. It has, which is so funny because, you know, back when they announced all these consoles and, you know, got their names chanted because PS4 took a big old shit on Xbox with the price, you know, knocking it down, taking off the camera a hundred bucks, yeah. um, taking the price down a hundred bucks. But you take it back and you look at it and, um, you know, Sony, if they just continue to go, nah, we're going to keep our exclusivity, you know, people are going to start buying more Xbox mm-hmm. because yeah. they have that ability exactly. to talk to Switch. This is something that they're forcing Sony to play their mm-hmm. hand. And if Sony keeps saying no, then Sony's going to say, well, it's our console against all the other consoles. And if they don't want to play ball, well, then they, they don't get to come to the game. Right. You know what I mean? So unless they want to keep exclusively making first-player games or first-party games, they're going to have to meet in the middle and get yeah. this cross-network cross yeah. playing going. So I can hop on my Xbox and play Destiny 2 with you, exactly. Cody. I, I, That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. I, I think I Sony like got that. a little too... I think Sony got a little too ego. Yeah, a little too I, cocky. I agree with you. When they won the Blu-ray yeah. battle. that That's like, the war is over! <laughs> we are kings! Yeah. And it's like, no, dude. And they've the, just the been... The war's just beginning yeah, and you right. want to skirmish. I wonder yeah. if a big part of them saying no is that they don't have the, uh, the strongest infrastructure because of how I mean, often that the, 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 um, PlayStation Online crashes and, you know, yeah. they get hacked and all it's this shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um you know, so there's there's the E3 predictions, and I'm sure we're going on two hours minimum. Yeah. Over, Brian? Uh, 56. Oh, 56. Man, we're right, getting so this. close. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm definitely. Itchy in my soul. Okay, no, that's fine. Okay, well, hey, thank you for joining us for Dan and Rich's Nerd Archive. I am Dan. I am Rich. And I'm Cody. Cody, thank you so much for joining thank us you, today. Uh, remember, everyone, you can find us um, now on YouTube uh, with uh, limited limited things. You find us on YouTube. Uh, tweet us at Twitter at WDMR Podcast. We are now on Stitcher as well, so you can grab your Stitcher app, get off of SoundCloud for those of you who have convinced to download the app and listen to us. Get off of that. Get to Stitcher. Did they just say something? No. Uh, there was a Master Chief uh, E3 exclusive pop announced. Oh, you excited? I'm very Ooh, Master excited. Ch- Oh, I'm oh man. Pop vinyl. All right, we're going to end this with Cody's boner. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I'm erect. We are giving Cody the time to evacuate before we get into solo. Solo. And it's astonishing. That was the door shutting. It's astonishing to me that, like, he can, you know, um, that solo was a movie that it's possible to severely spoil. Absolutely. So, um, for those of you who haven't watched Solo, we're just going to um, dive right into it because at this point, if you haven't seen Solo, it's because either you're too lazy or you don't care to see it. And yeah. you know what? With what we're about to talk about, um, maybe this is karma coming around um, to you going, oh, I'll pass on Solo. Yeah. Because of one cameo in the end of one said Dark Lord or ex-Dark Lord because he's no longer a Darth. Yes. Because... He is Maul. now a crime syndicate yeah. boss. Yes. Maul, Darth Maul, is Darth back. Yes. He is in syndication. He is straight in this movie, played by Ray Park, voiced by Sam Witwer, who voices him in Clone Wars, as well as Rebels. That's astonishing to me. Why wouldn't they just have Ray Park voice him? Because he has a nasally high voice. Did, did Annoying this, voice. Did he voice himself when he... Get, no. So it was a different voice before too, but it was a different person. One. Yes, it was a different guy, but he didn't come back. I think they got Sam Witwer because Sam Witwer is now the definitive Darth Maul. Basically, he is the definitive Maul because of how much he has voiced Maul in okay. Clone Wars and Rebels, and he knows that role and basically how far Darth Maul has come since dying in the first movie and then being kept alive by the dark side of the void force in uh, Clone Wars and then through Rebels, okay. essentially. So, so that's pretty much Darth Maul has been kept alive by hate. Yeah. 
strongly am. He's had a lot of developments as a person. Really, no, it's true. It's really cool. I love it when the character can stay alive out of spite. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Brian, can you go ahead and Google the first? Uh, will you go- Google the voice actors for Darth Maul for me real sorry. quick? Because um, the, the first one was actually a prominent voice actor, too. But yeah. I forget um, what all he did. So let's let's just rewind a little bit because Darth Maul was a very small, small part of that film. I thought that was a slap to the face in terms of like a spoiler. I thought that was the coolest twist since The Empire Strikes Back in yeah. terms of things that you do not see coming at all. I kind of saw it coming a little bit. Not. You're going to have to clarify that I, real hard because I mean, at what point before he pulled off that hood did you think it was Darth Maul? I thought that the Sith were behind the crime syndicate. Okay. So I thought there was a Sith agent in there somehow. But I was like, we are at a point now where, I mean, solo, it's kind of like there's. I was expecting either Vader or... Like Snoke? Not Snoke. um, Palpatine. Oh, okay, cool. I was expecting one of those two to kind of pop in and tell her what to do. Oh, okay. So, while... Is this me or you? It's gotta be you. It's me. I thought I freaking... My bad. I rate your shit, man. What are Uh, you doing? Anyway. I got him. The voice actor for Darth Maul in Clone Wars and for Rebels was Sam Witter. Okay. Witwer. Witwer. Yeah. B- before that, who voiced who voiced him in the first one? Because I I just said. I am trying to pull it up. Uh, Peter. Oh God, this name. I cannot pronounce that name. Spell it. S e r a f i n o w i c z. Seraphinakiolis. Zuris. We shall be henceforth referring to him as Mr. Unpronounceable. Okay. Anyways, who cares? Yeah, right? Anyways, can you click him and find out what his discography is for things? Because, like I said, yeah. he was a popular voice actor, I thought. So, uh, oh, yeah, but you thought it was going to be a Sith of some kind, and I get that. Dude, he does a lot of stuff. So, he's yeah. in Archer, he's in South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy's... He's a normal guy, yeah, voice. exactly. Most, most voice actors are. It's so true. Yeah. So... If a voice actor is in your favorite cartoon, he's in all your favorite cartoons. Yes, exactly. That's pretty much how is it is. Fucking VSX? What? Yeah, they yeah. do a lot of video game crossovers yeah. too. Yeah, a lot of these people. Yeah, there's so. a lot of voice acting going into. Yeah, kind of usually. I mean, I know the guy that voices Bender. You know, he voices Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War. He voices yeah. uh, John DiMaggio. Yeah, he, John he voices DiMaggio. one of the Transformers in yep. the newer if Transformers you movies. Caught it, watch his uh, documentary. I know that voice. Ooh. Because it is all about all of his it basically he shot a documentary with all his buddies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're all voice actors and like i love that so he okay so like cool. h john benjamin's in it the voice of archer yep, i think yep, tara yep, strong's yep. in it and tara strong okay. is the voice of like uh, uh pretty Tom, much everybody on tommy timmy yeah uh, from fairly odd parents all those people here. yeah let's and get she's through. just so amazingly hot too anyway well, sorry we, yeah no it's okay we have to get through solo so we can bring him yeah, back so um, what are your ultimate thoughts on the movie as a whole in your experience? Okay, when I first walked out of the theater, my initial impression was that, okay, that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Ain't I, no Last Jedi. It, it, I or like, Force Awakens. I When I initially walked out, I was like, I, I still kind of like Rogue One better. I, I loved Rogue One. I right. loved K2SO and sure. just the explaining the flaw in the Death Star and uh-huh. being on purpose rather than a flaw. And if you had so, to pick, if you yeah. had to pick two, uh, which one was your favorite right now? It would be Rogue One still. Uh, well, on reflection, because I've still only seen Solo once, but the bits that keep coming back to me about it, um, 
while the droid in it was not near as good as K2SO, it explained quite a bit about the Falcon more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the droid in the movie is all about the droid liberation front. Right. And wanting L3. The, yeah. And she's all about, you know, droid powers and everything. What a magnificent know. character. Yeah. Excellent character, but she ends up uh, being shot in half. And so they download her into the memory banks of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And I remember when they parked the Falcon in the worm belly in Empire trying mm. to fix it. Yeah. And Han said, 3PO, talk to the computer and try and find out what's going on. And 3PO said, the computer in this has the most peculiar dialect. And I was like, yeah, there we go. Yeah, and they tie so, that together. Yeah. It's so amazing that it stretches back and forth and it touches each other, right? Yeah. That, you know, Empire is the specific movie that they went off of, right? There really wasn't a whole lot of, like, A New Hope or Return of the Jedi callbacks as much as there were Empire callbacks. Yeah, well, you and know? that's because in the original trilogy, that's where we get the most Han. Also true. That's where we get the most development of Han Solo and his relationship with Leia and his relationship with the Falcon and everything. So it makes sense that it would call back to that to Empire because that's where we get most of our Han. So I I really enjoyed that. Um, Chewie, Chewbacca's relationship with Han. Yep. That that was very powerful to me. Um, I love that. I also love that they clarified the uh, Kessel Run and 12 Parsecs thing. Yep. Because for years, I've had to hear nerds bitch about, uh, actually, Parsec is a measure of distance, not time. And I'm like, well, who said the Kessel Run was a race? Yeah, that too. And yep. they're like, well, it's implied that it's a race. And it wasn't a not race. the case. Man. It's middle of a noxious cloud that's quite dangerous to fly through. And what a shot when they reveal that the Star Destroyer is on its way because it's just a dark tunnel. Yeah. And then, you know, like that lightning flashes and then you hear the Imperial theme. Or is it the Imperial theme? I don't know, but you hear the horns. like And you see it there and it's like, damn, y'all aren't getting out the way you need to get out. And then Han says, you know what? We're going to go through the cloud because I have a good feeling about this. Yeah, Yeah, well, when they're going through the they're going through the path, and there's the Star Destroyer, and Lando's like, oh, shit, we got to dump the cargo. And Han goes, not an option. Yeah, <laughs> and he like, pulls oh, off. Shit. I love that they used uh, the asteroid field theme mm-hmm. um, from Empire. God, that gave me shivers. When he's doing the Kessler run, you hear the... I was just so happy with that and you know that harkens back to shadows of the empire too because they played that theme a lot um in the space missions when you would be flying the outrider yeah. um the outrider ship is dash rendar um in the space missions in shadow of the empire and i loved it and zelda's licking my fingers and i love this little yeah dog. and her tail is brushing my leg and I'm like, oh, she's my really leg. she's enjoying licking my fingers she, a lot she's into it yeah, Jeez. no, she is. Well, yeah, I'll tell my fingers that. So, uh, yeah, when when they have that, that was really cool. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off there because you were in the middle of your initial thoughts. I thought it was, you know, and some people say this was a, like, largely a, like, the most expensive fan film made, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's what Disney bought them to do is to mm-hmm. give us this stuff. And I'm sorry if it, like Kevin Smith said, I don't care if in a decade we're watching a movie called Two Stormtroopers Shooting the Shit at uh, Mos Eisley Cantina. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll be there. More Star Wars is fine with me. 
And I have to agree. I'm 100% okay with that. So yeah. as we as we get further and further into this. So Rogue, for me, Rogue One Solo, same level. Okay. I'm, I like it just as much as Rogue One. Because they had their own things. Because, you know, Rogue One was meant to be that darker, you know, take on that thing. Uh, uh, I feel like Solo was like the Steven Spielberg take in a way, you know what I mean? Where you get that, that classic environment where they get to expand on things where it's dark, but it's also playful, Yeah, you know? Um, and they give us, give us a lot of things that we didn't know we wanted, like Warwick Davis and a rocket launcher. Yeah. That character is apparently the same one that's hanging out at the pod race in episode one. Yep. Same character. Yeah. As in the, um, when he's in, uh, with he, with the, what were they called? The, 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 I forget what they're called. Anyways, the pre-rebellion rebel rebels, yeah. whoever they were, the survivors of planets that were taken over by the Empire. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. How'd you like that? Finding out that Han Solo ultimately funded the rebellion uh, that is yeah, later right. trying to pay him. It's so true, and he's yeah. still like, "I don't give a shit about your rebellion." Yeah. No, that's so true, and it's so. And it, well, it created this this longer stretch of story, right, where they're like asking him to join, asking him to join, asking him to join, and then it takes a love interest going, "You don't care about anyone but yourself," and I love that because Kira told him to his face, "You're the good guy." I know who you are, and you're the good guy. You're not me, which I'm okay that they didn't expand on Kira. A lot of people are bitching that, you know, Kira just was too mysterious for this. Screw that. She's working with Darth Maul. Yeah, she's got a lot more shit in her past than than Solo does. That's for damn fucking sure. He says, come to Dathomir, which is his home planet, Um, also the home planet of Asajj Ventress. Another, um, that was Dooku's uh, Padawan apprentice um throughout clone wars and she had two uh two pointed lightsabers like rapier style hilts yeah and she was a cool character too that gives me hope that we might see a little bit of Asajj ventress um as well in the the middle i know right so anyways i i you know i don't want to get too too far off into the possibilities of that because we can have a star wars catch-up where we talk about you know the past present and future of star wars but um, I did know I did enjoy enjoy um that conversation, but yeah, it is cool that Kira said you're the good guy. And he's like, no, I'm not. And yeah. then you get Leia, who's like, all you care about is yourself. Get out of here, go. And then what does that make him do? Yeah. It's almost like Kira's words in his mind is what caused him to come back yeah. and shoot Darth Vader off of Luke's tail in A New yeah. Hope. You know what I mean? He was listening to Kira. And yeah. going, you know what? No, I will go back. And that's a little bit of in between, right? If they do remake the original trilogy. If they do, we will have that scene of Han getting his money, flying away, and then just thinking about Kira. And then going back to save Luke. I want my original trilogy back the way it was. (laughs) I don't want them to remake it. I want them to take out all that special edition bullshit and give me back my original theatrical release. Sure. Of the original uh, trilogy. How many times have you uh, have you watched Gone with the Wind? I have. Have you watched Casablanca? Not yet. Okay. Um, have you watched Rooster Cogburn? Have how I much? Uh, yeah. How much Bonanza have you watched? Zero. Gunsmoke. Zero. I love Lucy. Some. Right. I think that Star Wars is going to become so outdated that they will inevitably remake the original trilogy because I can tell you that all of those things I have either barely watched or not even tried to watch because it's just too old and I just cannot get into the medium 
Yeah. And that was just a blunt way of making a point. I'm sorry. No, 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 no that's fine. <laughs> which, no, and which I understand is, completely. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I think it's coming eventually, but um, with time, might might be beyond us, well beyond us, obviously. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That it happens. I think it's ine- inevitable, especially when people go, ah, this might not happen. It's like, nah, yeah. there's a good chance. I. I have a point to make on that, but we should probably bring Cody back if we're doing a solo. Yeah, I was going to say. But overall, I don't know why people are giving it shit. I liked it. I thought it was great. And, I th- and it, it, it helped me to know that they know what they're doing. They're planning on making us happy. Because if they can put Darth Maul in the show and go, you know what? Rebels and Clone Wars is canon. And we're going to put Darth Maul in here because we know how much everyone fucking loves him. We're going to do it. Yeah. And here he is. That makes me so very confident that despite that we didn't get a ton of super concrete answers in The Last Jedi, that they're going to bring it all full circle. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So Solo reinstalled every last bit of faith for me in, in Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was not near as impressed with the Darth Maul reveal as you were, mm-hmm. but I still really enjoyed the movie. Fair enough. I lost my shit. <laughs> I lost my shit. I was like, oh my fucking god. I looked over to Daniel. He was watching my reaction. I'm like, they're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It was very fucking fantastic. Awesome. Texting Cody to come back. Come back. So that Athena didn't shred him. Yeah, right. So, yeah, we got to talk about Solo finally. I'm really glad about that because it's so funny because um, with said character that we are going to stop saying because Cody's going to walk back in here at any moment. When we were talking about him while we were talking about Star Wars a little bit in our episodes with Joe, I look right at the webcam. Mm -hmm. Someone managed like at the tail end of of the said conversation before we bridged into something else. I turned and someone mentioned that character and he Googled the character eating a porg in a cave. (laughs) And I look over at the camera and just smile because <laughs> i know i knew who he was and what happened at that point yeah before anyone else did it's funny it was a good one how did you enjoy my code for to avoid the spoiler when in the text conversation i don't remember what the code was when i texted you guys after i saw solo uh-huh and I said, perhaps we'll see more of Zorba the Hut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Joe was like, no. And I was like, which is, of course, code. I definitely mean Zorba the Hut. Right, yeah. I definitely did not mean Zorba the Hut. That Zorba, was the character uh, I was talking about. We so. need, we need uh, 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 Jabba with dreadlocks. Yes. A Star Wars story. Yes. Well, Zorba the Hut has become my code for any spoiler-related anything. So if right. I ever talk to, if I ever text a group about a movie that some of us may have seen and some of us may not have seen, I'm going to refer to the spoiler materials as Zorba the Hut. Right. Exactly. Is did Cody? There he is. He's coming. Okay. It's like, it's like Cody, where'd you go? He was probably finishing his vape. Probably. His vape. Oh, vaping his hard. vape. Yeah. You were what? You know, I don't really appreciate you sucking hard without me there, but I mean, you're always you're invited. so into it. Okay. You're always invited. I just we don't want like to. It. 